The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game Let's go, Cubby Sun Rento. Michael Cotton. Sun Rento. Michael Cotton. Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Mucho Scali. Michael. Sun Rento. Cotton. Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sun Rento. Mucho Scali. It's the Astat Show. You've all been waiting for for an entire year. Well, not quite a year, but almost a year. And uh, hey, everybody, it's uh, the Sunranto Show. It is the Astat Prediction Show. Uh, this is my favorite show of the year. Do you know why, Michael and Lyle and Sarah Sanchez? Do you know why it's my favorite show? Because you don't prepare anything. I don't have to do shit. It's incredible. <laughs> I just I just willy-nilly give my thoughts on what I think will happen, and that's why it's the best show of the year. But you know, you know what you you know what is your least favorite show of the year, though? The result show from this show, because <laughs> I always win this fucking event and you're a loser. That's because I give entertaining answers, not necessarily correct answers. And obviously, there's no way that Michael Cotton's going to win this thing. I mean, the guy, he literally just admitted he goes on Facebook to read Walt Whitman. So. <laughs> yeah, right before we went on, he's like, <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we do have a, a new Astat Master this year, and it's Sarah Sanchez, who's been on the show before, and she writes for Bleed Cubby Blue. And uh, welcome to uh, Astat Masterdom. Congratulations. Ah, welcome, Sarah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. It's all, it's all I've really ever wanted in life. I'm quite excited about it. You've always wanted to be in charge of the ass. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, big shout out to our old ass stat master, Mike Leonard. Uh, screw, he, screw that guy. <laughs> he's he, he's given up. I love you, Mike. He's <laughs> given up on the Sun Ranto show. It's it's I, he's not even. It doesn't matter. You could say you love him. He doesn't. He doesn't listen to us anymore. Yeah, fuck him then. He he can't. And he, <laughs> but he did send me a text the other day because he knows we're just about to do Astat probably, and he wanted me to convey. And I'll paraphrase this whole thing because it's a long text. But he wanted to convey to the ranters how much that uh, they've done for him. Over the years, you know, uh, his father died. We bought him a uh, Mike. He invented Mike Leonard condolences jerseys. Uh, right. His father died. We bought him a jersey, and then his nephew committed suicide just tragically, and uh, that broke him up. And so, in order to like, I guess, have some calm to his life, he's given up on the ranters, not the Cubs. And but he did want me to to say that he feels like a total asshole for doing that. And uh, he appreciates each and every one of you so much that if you ever need anything, he's like, uh, you've got uh, you've got the last friend in me. You've got a friend in me. And the last ten dollars to my name is exactly what he said. So 
Um, so, so we wish you well, Mike, and uh, we'll see you at a game. So, I mean, he's not he's not uh, not our friend anymore. He's just he's just chilling out, doing his own thing, and I, I respect that. So, yeah, it's it's odd that he's giving up on the ranchers, but not the Cubs, because I feel like a lot of people are giving up on the Cubs, but not the ranchers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's okay, because then in the lean years, we will flourish. <laughs> so, um, so I do want to invite, before we get started with the Astat festivities, uh, there's uh, opening day. Uh, we were just rehearsing last night with the Bleacher Bum Band. Uh, we're incredible. We sing all Cubs songs. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're fucking awesome. We make a lot of noise. We rock out. For a good 45 minutes till I'm about to pass out, and then that's the show. And it's really good. And um, opening day, right after the game, I I should say Cubs opening day at Wrigley, April 8th, G-Man Tavern. Uh, Come on over there. It's free. Uh, We are going to pass the hat because, man, I haven't given Bleacher Jeff a dime for uh, using his rehearsal space that he pays all this money for. So um, I would love to float him some money. So come on out. Throw ten bucks in the bucket so I could give Bleacher Jeff some money for uh, basically footing the bill on this whole thing. Um, Get in line, Bleacher Jeff. What do you mean? Get, for the <laughs> money. You've you've been paid in just all the people that love you. I mean, oh, think of how many more people love you since you started doing this show. Uh, I think it's less. Yeah, I think it could it's be less. less. Yeah. I was gonna say they're they're. The, there may be more people that love him, but there are also more people that hate him. Yeah, you it, mi- it's it's yeah. running together. You do have more uh, frenemies than you did before. So and uh, so, let me just uh, introduce everybody on the show. First of all, Sarah Sanchez. She's here from uh, Bleed Gubby Blue, new ass stat master. How are you? I'm great. I'm kind of. I'm a little nervous. I put together my questions and stats and everything, but this is the first time I've done this for the San Ranto show. So, uh, and, we'll and we're, a goes. Big, we're a big deal. I understand why you're nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're in the presence of greatness. Just, I, I know it's very intimidating. Just picture <laughs> us all naked and it'll be fine. No, that's yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. No, that's a terrible idea. That would be worse. The worst thing. Yeah. I never, I never understood how that works. Even you know, you're like, well, if everybody's <laughs> naked, then I'm just gonna be. I'll forget what I was gonna say up here because I'm like either attracted to their imaginary nakedness or totally repulsed. Right. Yeah. See, in my thought, if I'm going to imagine it, it's going to I'm going to imagine it well. And I'm standing in front of people. And next thing you know, I'm uh, right. I'm sporting some wood. And then you then it's worse. That's not the way for me, Michael. See, I would just be I I always assume the worst and I would just be totally like (laughs) horrified up there. (laughs) Regardless, it does. What we're saying is that doesn't work. Yeah, I'm probably going to pass on the imagining y'all naked. Right. Listen, I've seen Danny naked a lot and it is. God, it's awful. (laughs) Uh, You you know what? But Michael would be. And I was shitting on myself. Oh, so don't shit on me. Don't shit on yourself. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, who else do I got? Oh, yeah. Michael Cotton, who we heard from. How are you? Hey, that's me. I'm, I'm doing good. Going to see some baseball today, man. Going down to Air Force Academy. Watch me uh, some college baseball. <laughs> Watch me some college baseball. Yep. What do you watch me? Yep. Some... Yep. Well, I'm going. Bad. I'm going down to Colorado Springs. You gotta his, his Iowa into that. His Iowa's coming out. Yeah, and, and then you're gonna check your moonshine stills. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's where we're going. Colorado Springs. That's All what right. it is. So Drop down there, and it's 
the backwoods. It is kind I, of yeah. Their 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 thought process is like one hundred percent opposite of like Boulder. Well, I mean, all they have there, I think, is PO boxes, right? I mean, isn't that the whole thing? Like, send your, send in, send your self-addressed stamped envelope to Colorado Springs, P.O. Box. Things like, you know. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always Colorado Springs. It's like all of a sudden, like, they just got P.O. Boxes all over the fucking town. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they have a major P.O. Box industry. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and Lyle Aker out there in uh, Maine. What's Maine. up, kids? The Maine man. Are you watching baseball today, Lyle? Uh, I'm actually on a little bit of a college basketball run this weekend. This is kind of one of my favorite weekends of the year. I don't even pay attention to baseball opening days next week. I'm focused on that. I hate spring training. I really do. I, I, I I find it completely useless, especially when you root for two teams that kind of already have set, uh, set rosters. It's just, there's not a lot of exciting stuff happening except that baseball started. Yeah. Especially late in spring training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that people are freaking out over every little thing about spring training. And it's like, you all know that Kyle Hendricks is not going to have the same pitch makeup when he throws in a regular season game as when he's testing things out in Arizona, right? Right. And you all know that is, I know it's terrible to watch you Darvish go through these things, but he's just probably not going to pitch again this year. So what are you even worried about? <laughs> hey, yeah. that's I, one of my questions. You're stealing my thunder. All right. All right. All right. We, we should no, get into it. I actually it. think they don't know though. I think 90% of people who follow baseball and actually uh, want to talk about it on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever they're doing. I think 90% of people, they just don't understand shit. Like, I, I don't know. They think that, you know, spring training, all the pitchers are doing exactly what they would do in a regular season and all that stuff. Think about that, Ranters. That's what he thinks about you next time you're voting me versus <laughs> Well, he the Ranters. He thinks you're the all Ranters listen idiots. to us, so they are already somewhat smart. Well, I shouldn't say the Ranters. I should say the, the Sun Ranto Show listeners because I think I, there's only I'm, about one-third – of those uh, ranchers are actually listeners. I would guess if you took an IQ test before listening to this show and then took another one <laughs> after listening to this show, you would be 20% dumber. <laughs> well, <clears throat> oh my God, did oh, you hear that? Hello. So, yeah, <laughs> hi. Good morning, 934. Well, that we did have a rehearsal last night, so my voice is healing from rocking. You are listening to the free version of the Sun Ranto show that we release, well, for free. And uh, because of listening for free, you've got to hear me say this, or you can just fast forward. But please don't fast forward. Just, uh, I'll be quick about it. Um, please subscribe to us on Patreon. It costs a dollar a month. If you would buy uh, each one of us a, a, well, a third of a beer a year, that's the equivalent of uh, getting your own Patreon feed, which you could put in any podcatcher and you support the show. It costs a dollar. That's it. That's all we're asking. So it's patreon.com slash sunranto. Please sign up. Uh, you get the show early. And um, and also uh, without this interruption in the middle of it where you're like, you know, shuffling for your fast forward button. And, uh, you know, you, you might be driving like you're looking for your fast forward button and you're driving and then you like hit a little kid and then they die. And it's all your fault because you didn't subscribe to Patreon. Well, that's what you're looking at. So um, either that or uh, please Shop through our links. Uh, that It's so easy. You buy crap, like on Amazon, and you use our search bar at sunranto.com slash shopping, and boom. We get paid. You get your stuff. 
uh, StubHub tickets, Reebok, MLB shop. Uh, there's all sorts of crap there. Just go to sunrather.com slash shopping. But please, subscribe at Patreon and don't hear this message anymore. It makes us feel loved. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sunranto. Sign up. A dollar. Uh, back to the Ask That Show. But let's get into it. It's the Astat Game Show starring us. So uh, let's get into it. Question number one. I mean, let's start with you, Darvish, since we were just talking about him. So I, this actually comes from the Facebook group. But the question is, how many starts are we actually going to see you, Darvish, make? And I'm going to start the over-under at two. Oh, wow. <laughs> the over under is two. Oh, that's the over under is two. Oh, he already it. had a blister. Yeah, he peed, wow. He he peed okay. he peed on it and then denied it. So it's uh, it's, he, he'll be fine. He had eight starts last year. Yeah, right. So how many quality uh, starts were there in that eight starts? Uh, let's see. Uh, zero. I think zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm zero. pretty sure that he because the fifth inning was like his kryptonite. Yeah, right. I I believe he pitched a good game in Milwaukee. Can we all be honest, though? Isn't the fifth inning just Joe's kryptonite? He doesn't like anyone to pitch past, I, past the fifth. I have, no, this was really a U Darvish thing. I remember listening to a game vividly. I was walking in D.C. on vacation, and it got to the fifth inning, and I was praying, walking down like M Street. I was just like, please let you Darvish get through the fifth inning. Please let you Darvish get through the fifth inning, because he just he would have no hitters going into the fifth inning, and then he would balk, and it would all break down, or he would hit somebody, and it would all break down, and everything was just – a disaster after right and, and you guys are correct about the fifth inning i don't have each game but he had eight starts and he had 40 innings pitched 40 even so uh doing a little sun ranto math that's yeah, five that's five yeah <laughs> hear ye hear ye ranters near and far gather around my children let me tell you a story about you darvish's 2019 season he is setting you up people he is making <laughs> The doubts in you grow by the minute. You guys are over this man. You're, yeah. I mean, there's, there's the things that I've heard on Twitter and seen have been awful. Two, that's nothing. I'm going over. I'm going way over. I'm saying 27 starts from you, Darvish, this year, and he gets Cy Young votes. Wow. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going way over as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going way over. Like, okay. He, let's see. So this is the question is basically, is he going to be injured again the entire year? Yeah. In fact, let me bump this up a little bit to make it a little more interesting. So you Darvish has eight different pitches that he used in 2018. Will he have more starts than he, individual did he, wait, pitches? Did he use one pitch every game? Uh, is that the problem? Is, Maybe that was it. The over under is eight and I'm still going over. I'm going, still going over going, eight. 20 and uh, 20. Yeah, I'm going like 25 starts. probably. Wow. Yeah, I, I think he's healthy. I think he's back. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the over on that one. Everybody taking over 25. He's only done that twice in his entire career. I, I know. Point that out. Yeah, I I, know. yeah. Andy, we, how many? How many? Give us a number. Let's oh. give the. So in 2017, he had 31 games started, and he had no. 186 innings pitched. And he in did 2012, it, he did it three he, times. Three you're right. Times. I'm. I, I, you're right. I just was about to correct myself. Yep. Uh, in 2012, he, he had 29 games started. And in 2013, he had 32. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, in 2014, he had 22. In 2016, he had zero. Man, why did Theo? E- why did Theo even get this guy? Why in did we ever he want had him? 
Or no, 2016, he had 17, sorry, after dealing with injuries. And in 2015, he had zero. Oh, right. Anyway, 2017, is, 2017 was 31. Yeah. Right. I Yeah, but this is the year. This is the year. I'm going to take 25 on the dot. That's yeah. what Michael said, right? That's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm, yeah. So 25 well, can... and Cy Young votes. Y'all are an optimistic bunch. Right, yeah. but it, but it, I mean, no, you can't the actual Cy question Young. is over under. Maybe, maybe in another year we'll decide there's a half point if you hit the number, but we won't worry about that now. So what, do, right. you, what so, do you what do you say, Sarah? You get to guess too. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize I get to guess. I actually think that you Jarvis is going to have a bounce back year, but I don't think he's going to start more than 20 games. Ooh, uh, okay. So you're than... you're the lone under. Already, that's smart, though. If you hear that we're all going one way and you want to win, that's how you do it. Yeah, you go so I, I, you gotta, I gotta be unique about this, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but while we're talking about pitchers for a second, uh, let's talk about Tyler Chatwood. You mean the new closer? Who, well, so Tyler Chatwood walked 95 guys in 103 innings last year, <laughs> which was by far the worst base, base and balls per nine in the major leagues. Uh, it was almost like a walk and an E pretty much. So here's my question for y'all. Uh, is he going to be under that walk rate this year, even out of the bullpen? Oh, absolutely. I think he's- Okay, so the over-under is set at 94 and a half? The over-under, his, his E per nine was 8.25 in 2018. Oh, oh, so it's just so, per nine. So Yeah, per nine. So it, the walk rate is like, is he going to walk at least a guy in inning again, basically? I'm, I'm, I'm going to start. Uh, under, he's figured out a lot. I don't think uh, – we. in fact, we were talking about before the show, how many starts will Chatwood have this year as like maybe a question. But I think he's not going to start that much, and he's going to be in the bullpen where he has figured out everything because he hasn't walked a single man out of the bullpen this entire spring. And obviously, spring numbers are exactly what you're going to get in the in the uh, regular season. <laughs> so I'm just going to extrapolate that all out to say under. So, so, Danny, Tyler, no more walks because of spring. Yeah, no more walks because of spring. That'd be a nice song, right? I mean, it just has a natural uh, lilt to it. So, gonna, so, so, Danny, you're going under. What's your walks per inning? How many? What are you expecting then? Zero. Walks per, nine, walks per nine. I'm sorry. Zero walks per nine out of the bullpen. Oh, geez. Nine <laughs> it, in, in his, I will point, say. Point five. Point five. In, his, gonna... in, his, four, in his four spot starts, it, he doesn't get anybody out and just walks everybody. So it's going to be, um, uh, I guess, 27 walks per nine as a starter. And zero walks per nine as a reliever. That averages out to, I'd say, uh, two. <laughs> I'm going to say he's. No, I'm going to say uh, he's going to be at three walks per nine. Okay. I think that although I want to say over, I, I got to think that the powers that be are not going to allow that to happen again this year. And if he's pitching the same they're either going to send him down or, or do something I, I don't know what the move is but or get rid of him or trade him or do something he's so too expensive I'm, yeah I know I don't know what the move is I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six I'm gonna go under but I'm still I'm gonna say six you six would still be like absolutely terrible yeah be bad. I agreed I don't <laughs> think it's much better I just think it's better okay well I'm gonna go under is because eight two five is over under yeah, it's like well, the worst we're season. setting it off last year, so. Yeah. Okay. 
Right. Okay. Well, he'll be better than last year. Can it be year. worse? I mean, yeah, what, what's the worst walks per nine for, I mean, God. Yeah. Last year, know, right? it was that, Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, he was the worst in the league, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you kind of have to go under because nobody's really done that. <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, unless, unless he blows up in, like, four games and walks 12 people and then he, we never see him again. They never let anybody walk 12. Yeah. No, but over four games. Yeah. Right. So three yeah. every time he goes out there. So he only has four innings, twelve, and that that gets you like a twenty-four. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that's like what nine. that's like close to like infinity walk rate or something. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm going under the eight eight point two, and um, I'm gonna. I think I like the four four point five four and a half four point five. It's dope. not great, no. but. That's pretty low, I think. How about you, Sarah? What do you got? That's in his range. Yeah, 4.5 is much closer to his career average. So if you're looking for him to go back to what he did in Colorado, that would be about where he's at. Um, I was actually going to go with the career average, so now I have to think of something else because that answer has already been taken. I mean, No, you can do the same answer because there's a lot of questions. Oh, it'll, it'll all wash out. Yeah. yeah all right. So, to, so I'm going to, I'm going to stick with also, I think that Tyler Chatwood reverts back to his career average in the bullpen and probably gets a spot start here and there. I actually disagree that he is going to continue to have walk problems uh, when he's starting. I think that he's, pro- he's tweaked his mechanics enough that whatever was in his head about not being able to throw strikes has probably ended. Wait until those bright lights turn on, people. Yep. He's going to freak out and start throwing it to the fence. Now, he just needs it. <laughs> by, by the way, Bartolo bullpen. Colon in 118 innings last year, 1.7 walks per nine. Why can't we get a guy like that? Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> I mean, Bartolo Colon may be available. I'm pretty sure that he could still pitch and has not I been know. by anybody. I don't know. I, I think the big thing is going to be in the dugout. You, Darvish, and uh, Tyler Shadwood, they're going to be pissing on each other's hands, and they both <laughs> – they end up the number one and number two starters on this team. <laughs> Just least, on pure hand piss alone. As long as they don't go number two on each other's <laughs> hands, that's that. Uh, it's not good. Right. That that's that's what they do when they're at home, not in the dugout. Oh. oh. Okay. So speaking of pitchers, sort of freaking out a little bit. Uh, last year, the Will Little led the league in ejections with ten. So he had the, Will Little, the umpire, ejected 10 people oh, over okay. the course of the season. I was, I was like, who's Will Little? Yeah, Will Little is an umpire. So this is, this is the reason I find this interesting, because I went to look this up, because I thought that surely Joe West is the league leader in ejections. But he is not, actually. He only ejected six people last year. So my question is, how many ejections will the most – so the umpire with the most ejections, will they be able to surpass Will Little's 10? Okay, so – so we're not picking an umpire. We're just picking. You're picking the, the number of ejections. Yeah. Let's put the over under at nine and a half so that 10 is a winner because that would, that would equal. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say under, I just find it's getting harder to eject people with replay. You think it's getting harder. I think it's getting easier. Because well, um, coaches are freaking out about things and going out there all the time. Yeah, I I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like replay is the great equalizer. I do feel like when coaches uh, do freak out, the leash is a much shorter from the umpires. They will eject them quicker. But I don't think the opportunities happen. I mean, it seemed like every other game or so that a coach would be out yelling at the ump before. And now it doesn't happen as much because of replay. But even so, as Sarah said, there's still 10 ejections. Like even with the, you know, less arguing, the umps uh, are bigger snowflakes They're And they're just getting exactly. to be old ass men who don't like when Wilson Contreras like doesn't thank them for being alive and shit like that. Like, so fuck them. I'm going over. I think somebody's going to could very easily eject more than 10 people. I mean, right. John Gibbons got ejected seven times all in his own last year. <laughs> all right. I'm going under and I'm calling it uh, eight. Okay. So, Sarah, what do you got? Um, I'm going over. I think that somebody is going to eject at least 12 guys. Whoa. Who will it be? So I've got 12. Michael, you're going over. You got a number. Lyle's got eight. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I feel like, I feel like 10 is good on the number. So at 10. Yeah. I, and, and what it's going to be is, is Joe West is going to announce his retirement. And in his final game, he's just going to, he's going to eject an entire <laughs> An squad. entire team. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking a good over-under is like, uh, which is more uh, Joe West ejections or chins? <laughs> oh, that is a good over-under. So, Let's add that. So seven, Let's add that. seven is the number of ejections. Yeah. I'm going to go chins. I got to go. Unless it all just turns into one giant Wait, chin. Hold on. Did did you answer the, the no, first question? No, I did it. Over-under um, <laughs> nine and a half ejections by any one. No, I made a joke like usual. Um, I... I, I'm going to take the over, too, and it's because of the one thing that's not replayable, balls and strikes. You're not allowed to argue it. You've never been allowed to argue it, and people argue it all the time. More ejections. I'm going to I'm gonna go way over. I'm going to go f- 13 ejections. Not way. No, 14. Wow. 14. Two over Sarah's. Okay. All right, so 14 is the max. Can we all agree that Joe West has four chins? And let me look at a picture. I need a picture. Three yeah. and a, at least three and a half, right? So that's the over under is on Joe West ejections versus chins. Do you count <laughs> the jowl as part of the chin? I no, you don't. Well, your chin and is I, your chin. I sort. I sort of. I I count that big roll on the back of his neck too. <laughs> I, I I don't, and I would say he's hit a uh, a uh, uh, a size where it's just one giant chin. Yeah, so. it might just be one. Yeah. So the over under is one. <laughs> I mean, if the over under is one, Joe is def- country. Joe is definitely going to eject more. Yeah, than he'll go over year. that for sure. I heard. Now, he- I, I think. I think. Will he have over one singing ejection? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, how about will he have one over one burrito ejection out his ass in the middle of a game? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Where where he has to eject himself because of uh pants issues <laughs> hey it's gonna get to that point the older these umpires get they're gonna be out there and you're gonna see their depends lines this motherfucker has been like literally umping as long as i have been alive yeah my birthday is march 10th he started 1976 in march for you know like spring training all that shit joe west career is my l- entire life and it's one of the most disturbing things i could think of all right, speaking of cranky old men, uh, 
the Ricketts family has gone through two splinter email drops so far. And that has already caused two different occasions where the Cubs have had to apologize for the contents of Daddy Ricketts' emails. So the over-under during the course of the season is two for apologies for Dad's emails in Splinter News Drops. <laughs> oh, more, more Okay, so – well, okay, so – Sarah, you're new to this, so we got to do the point fives, right? Because oh, I don't see this is yeah, I don't do the point fives. How do point fives work? So y- if you say two, right. right, and we go over and it's right on the number, then it confuses whether that's a, a okay. So the over under would be one point or not? Five. Then, yeah, right. Then we five. argue okay. about it, and that never works out. So if you do a point <laughs> five, then we have a clear winner. Okay, See, so these one... are like bar argument rules that I don't know. Okay, one point five. So <laughs> oh, yeah. over Mike... under one point five. All right, I'm gonna go under. I think, but I do think it will be one, and I think it's coming soon. I think uh, Mueller Mueller just dropped some shit. So yeah, we need uh, something next Friday. Yeah, they're they're emailing shit right now. Yeah, how about opening day happens? Ricketts email drop, and uh, and then all hell breaks loose from there. Cubs don't win again in April. Is all hell breaks loose and over? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess for the whole season, Danny, how many apologies? Yeah, well, how how many apologies versus how many letters? And that's oh, well, they're going to be they're going to be drops. But the question is, how many times will Tom have to get up there and be like, "I'm really sorry, my dad just like sends these emails, and I I can't do anything about yeah. it." I'm I'm guessing at the rate they've been coming out, and it might increase during the season. We're going to get three, so I'm going to take the over. Okay. And and we're going to get apologies for each one. Each one will be less believable as they come out. <laughs> I think that Tom should just record himself at the very beginning of the season and just leave <laughs> gaps in like, I'm very sorry for, and he waits like four seconds, and then he continues with his apology, and then he can just add in words. He can just say, I'm sorry that my dad is my dad. And that that would be the end, you know. Um, I, I honestly, it seems like it's been the worst like end of last season, off season in the history of a major sports franchise in a really long time, especially with a passionate uh, uh, fan base. You know, if this happened to a small market team, nobody would have noticed most of this shit. Um, I I can't imagine anything else happening. I really can't. I mean, it just feels like it's got it's got to stop. And how many more emails could there be? <laughs> I mean, like how much more could come out? I mean, has anybody actually gone and looked at the dates? Are there gaps missing? Like, have we seen, like, are we missing, like, 2015? Are we missing 2013? Is there a timeline, people? The, I want to know. Are so far. So this is the thing. Like, there's multiple years that have not been FOIA'd yet. Yeah. Has, yeah. Wait, but my, my question is, has old man Ricketts updated his McAfee software? <laughs> so that nobody can get to his emails anymore. Yeah. Uh. He still writes on stone tablet, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the Russians have all of his emails. Oh, yeah. I, I think we're done with uh, ownership scandal. I think it's over. I'm going under. Yeah. They, okay. might have, they might have killed the person that was responsible for it already. So, like, it True. could, you, you know, they, so you're saying none. You're, you're thinking yeah. we're done. Zero. Zero. Zero, I, zero now, apologies. Now, this, this is the year of player disaster. Oh, here we go. Jesus. <laughs> what do you got, Sarah? I, I'm saying I'm saying over. I'm saying it's going to be two. Okay, we got All two right. overs. We got two unders here. All right. Yeah. All right. 
Um, spe- speaking of Cubs offseason controversies, so Addison Russell, we got to talk about it. Uh, last year, he played 130 games. This year, once he's done with his suspension, he could theoretically play 134 games. So here's the question. How many games will Addison Russell actually play for the Chicago Cubs over under 99.5? Under. Okay. And I I, don't think he finishes the season a Cub. I, I want under really bad. I don't know if that's going to be true, but I'm just going to go with what I want. So under, I could easily see him playing out this this string and getting 110 starts or some shit and being annoying, but whatever. So you're over at 110. No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I want rather than what okay. I actually think will happen okay. here, just because I I want it so bad. Sarah, what and do you what do you think happens? I, 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 I'm all I'm also gonna say sadly. He's going to get over a half standing ovation in Wrigleyville and Wrigley Field. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a real interesting um, reaction to his first hit. His in, his first big home run. They're going to stand, and all is going to be forgiven. He's going to hit a game winner, one of his first games back, and people are going to love him again. I think a solid quarter to a third of the. Stands. I feel like I'm echoing weirdly, and I'm not sure why. Um, a solid quarter to a third of the fans are going to have uh, are going to stay seated and or boo. But I think it's going to be a mixed reaction at home, which is going to be a really weird thing to experience. I can't wait to see what happens to him. And like you'd think, St. Louis fans would be into this, whatever he's <laughs> oh, into. Shit. But you also know that they just want to deride like anyone from the Cubs, so it's going to be interesting what happens to him away. If uh, teams ride him, if fans ride him. Brewers oh, fans. I don't even think fans of other teams even know. Oh, I think so. I, yeah, I, I think I, I think fans of our rival, like the, the Cardinals and the Brewers are paying attention because yeah. they like the misery of the Cubs. But I don't know that like the Padres care. No, I don't think um, they do. As for starts, I, I think it's under... I think he's going to get 40 to 50 starts as a Cub, and I think he gets traded the second he has any trade value. I hope you're right. That's that's what I hope. That's why that's, I'm going with the under. But that's, I actually think he's going to probably get 100 to 110 starts. Well, at this at this point, Sarah, that is ideal. Unfortunately, what would have been ideal is they just get rid of the bum back when he yeah. did shit. And they back just, before they, they had to give him two million bucks or whatever yeah, it was. They they really blew it, and you know we don't have to get into it but they blew it so well, i guess that's well best case and, and that's why i'm taking the over is because theo thinks he can fix this and theo is going to keep him around you saw on the lineup card that one of the things that the whole team was doing was a domestic violence uh workshop or something like that they are changing the culture and addison russell is going to be the poster boy of that shit and that's why they're going to keep him around. They're going to try to remake his image. And Theo is uh, making him his little project. So he will be around all year and hopefully through the playoffs. I mean, Dan- not hopefully, but I'm just saying that's why I'm taking the over on this. Yeah, and Danny just convinced me. Changed mine from under to over. I hate it. I think they're going to keep him around. But, yeah, Danny just totally convinced me. Because I think you're right, Danny. I think they are trying to change the culture and – they're not going to be which is able a good, to. Which is a good thing, by the way. Yeah. I will. It, that's that, a great I thing. 
I don't think then, you need to use him to do it. And I think, you know, make an example of him is a better way to change the culture. Um, but, you know, who am I? Just some fat drunk guy in Maine. Yeah, I, <laughs> I completely agree with you, Lyle. But I think I think Danny's right in how they're going to approach this thing. Yeah, he's coming back. He's All right, let's get to let's do something fun that's like good news. Uh, yeah, so, that was rough. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's mean, the last time I'm talking about him this year. Okay, I mean you had to ask. Uh, <laughs> last year, Wilson Contreras for the third year in a row led the majors in picking people off on back pits uh, with eight. The question is, will he exceed that in 2019? So over under 7.5 for back picks. And sub question: Will he lead the majors again? I want to say under for this fact alone. I'm hoping he doesn't have to carry the workload that he has the last few years, but there are no signs in all of Cubdom that make me believe in any way that Wilson Contreras is going to get any relief unless he gets hurt because they just don't have the horses to do it. So I'm going to say he, I'm going to say over, I'm going to say over. Oh, over. You just want it to be under, but it's. Not. I want it to be under. Be, oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. There's, there's just not enough catchers on the team, or enough. Uh, there's nobody there to help him out, so he's gonna be over just based on the fact that he's gonna have to play 150 games again. Lyle, can can I agree with you and disagree at the exact same time? Yes, because that's how we <laughs> yeah, do it. Michael. That is how we do it. Lyle it's, just like, disagree- it's like we're married, uh, Michael. <laughs> L- L- Lyle just you're, disagree- you're right, you idiot. <laughs> well, how are you going to do that? Yeah, well, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say he goes over, but it's because they do start using Caratini, and he's so fresh back there, he's able to snap those throws off quick, All like. Right. Like I think the the renewed uh, energy that he has because Caratini for you know starts picking up extra games, uh, he'll be a little more lively back there. I think how he many, got well, eight okay. last year and was dragging at the end of the year. So can we add to this question? How many games do you think Wilson's going to start then? Because I think he's going to start 140. Let's say 140. I think that's a different question. Let's do that as yeah, a different okay. question. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that as a sub. Give me that. That'll be the okay. next question. Yeah. Okay. Pickoffs okay. first. So, Sarah, what do you got uh, over or under on 7.5? I mean, Wilson Contreras is my favorite player, and I'm literally just waiting for him to have a great game so I can buy a jersey because I only buy Cubs gear after they've had a great game. It's like a thing. Um, <laughs> I it love the be, superstition. It has to be lucky, right? Like, you can't right. buy their gear when they've had a bad game. It's it's not – no bueno. Um, so, I'm going over, and I think he's going to hit double digits. I think Wilson's got 10 back picks in him in 2019. All right, Sarah. I'm, look, I want you to support the Cubs. So instead of waiting till he has a good game to buy a jersey, I want you to just keep buying jerseys and getting yeah. rid of them <laughs> until he has a good game. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think my bank at, account can handle a, that. At a loss on the secondary market, like buying Cubs tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, all right, I, Danny. What's yours? I've got the under. Uh, mine as well, just to try to get some points uh, when know, we go through this smart. next pretty year. Smart. But I'm going to take the under, and here's why. Once a guy leads the league in anything, everybody notices, and they don't, they're don't. they not going to be off the base, especially in this strikeout home run era of things. You know? You're, you're not going to see a lot of dudes get picked off. Not, not so like, Danny not wasn't like listening when Sarah said that he's done this three years straight. Yeah, but I'm saying now, <laughs> he, after three years, the word is out. 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the under. I I think it's not gonna be that much under. I'm gonna give him seven, you know, and just barely miss it. And and um, he, he could still lead the league with that, but nope. All right, so let's go to the sec- the sub question that came out of this conversation. Last year, Wilson uh, started or played. I don't have starting numbers, so okay. he played 138 games for the Cubs um, at catcher. So the question is, I'll, I'll do it at 135. Over under 135 games for Wilson Contreras behind the plate. Over. Under. But is is this behind the plate? <laughs> is this behind oh, the plate or played. just games played? All right. Um, because I, I would hate when they used him as a pinch hitter late in the game. I'm like, he was just resting. He's been <laughs> out there. Just let him sit, you know. So I, I agree. Just uh, playing a game, you got to get out there and even do anything. It's not as hard as catching. But I'm going to say I'm going to say under. Um, so, wait, what did you guys have? Because I'm writing it down. I'm right. I'm writing these down too. Okay. So Lyle was over. Over, and I'm going to say 140. Oh okay. shit! Um, and Michael, you had the under. I'm going to take the under too. Uh, you know, and un- unfortunately, I think it's be- going to be going to be because he gets injured. I, I was I was going to say that. I said the thing is blasphemy. He, I know, but he listen. He's my favorite player too, Sarah. Let's just. I just want you to know he's my favorite player in the Cubs. Uh, but he's kind of due for. He had that hamstring thing a couple right years ago. Yeah. Right now. What's actually going to happen is he's going to leave. His ass was insane when that hamstring injury happened. Uh, yeah, he was killing it there for a while. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually, I think in the middle of the season, he goes back and joins the Venezuelan army to, to fight in the Civil War. Oh. And uh, worse. You know. by, the way, by the way, he would. He's a bad man. He's a bad, bad man. And, Speaking of and, which, if you do not have Wilson's Venezuela obvious shirts yet, you should get it because the proceeds go to help Venezuela. So there's my pitch for obvious shirts. Oh, right. let's post that, Danny. Yeah, and I, I'd like to buy a, a Venezuelan arm sleeve. Just I would way like around. Major League Baseball to give him his arm sleeve back. I feel like he's sort of like, who's that guy in the Bible that when you cut his hair, he loses his strength? Samson? Samson. Yeah. So Samson. Wilson's arm, arm sleeve is like his strength. That's why they won't give it to him. It's, bullet, yeah, it's bulletproof. It, his numbers did start to drop off right when they got rid of that. They, he did, they did pick back up a little bit, you know, once he got used to it, but then the hamstring thing. But, yeah. So, Michael, do you have the under or the over on this? I have, the, I have the under. Under. So, yeah, I have, I have under as well, but I think he's under right right about 130 because Joe's trying to rest him. I refuse to give in to this nonsense that Wilson's ever going to be hurt again. Uh, Joe doesn't believe in resting anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Except for his pitchers after the fourth inning. Yeah. <laughs> he, he actually um, talks about resting people every spring. I know. And then every and then September, we're it. like, how does everybody have so many innings? Right. Especially when nobody plays the position, <laughs> same position more than three days a week. You're like, dude, give the guy a day off instead of having him play three different positions. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. When you move him from third base to right field, that is not a day off. Right. <laughs> so what's um, let's, return, let's return to something that Danny was just talking about, though, which is this idea that like somehow the league figures out when you have a talent and they just don't test you anymore. So Kyle Schwarber in left field last season was tied for the lead in the major leagues with 12 assists. He was tied with Andrew Benintendi from the Red Sox. Woo-hoo! So Yeah. So my question is, will Kyle Schwarber 
have over or under 11.5 assists from left in 2019? Or did people finally figure out they're not supposed to run on him? I, it's unbelievable to me. God, I just – this is the year. I've been – I've been at the lead of trade this guy, trade this guy. By the way, I still think he makes a better DH than anything. But I am total team Schwarber this year. I think it's under because they don't test him. And I didn't uh, – Jay Hay lead the league maybe a couple of years ago as well. So maybe maybe it comes out of center field this year. Oh, Okay. So you're Somebody, saying the leader could still be on the Cubs, the Cubs. just not Schwarber. Well, it, it'd have to be a non-platoon Almora situation. Right, and that's what I was going to say. And if it's anyone, it's probably Almora. Yeah, but he'd have to be out there every day because he was getting on base uh, against yeah. righties. And we know uh, Hap doesn't have the arm to do it. No. Nope. Almora's got a big year coming ahead. Hap, Hap's going to be so. our I second like So, you, But, Lyle, you got the under on the 11.5. They don't test. Uh, do. Sarah, what do you have? No, Danny, you're next. You've uh, you've been like going in the back of all of these. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I'm trying, I'm to, trying to put you up front, and Lyle keeps buttoning. Let's see how. <laughs> I am. All right. Um, I think I think it's under. I, I think that people figured out that they weren't supposed to run on him. Fully seven of those assists came in the first half last year. Um, and my personal favorite was when he threw Harrison Bader out, and Bader was like, in like just totally floored at yeah. second base, like he couldn't believe what just happened to him. It's one of the greatest screen caps I've ever seen. Um, but no, I think that. I think that it's under. I think that he's still going to have a solid arm from left. He probably winds up with 10, but 12 is a lot. All right. I'm going to go next. And, Michael, you can go last for once. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the under as well, but mostly because he's fat again. And I think he's just going to be too, what are you talking about? He's going to be too preoccupied with the hoagie stashed in the ivy to have <laughs> any interest in – Two people say this now, and I don't see it. I don't think he's gained weight. Look at his face. The man looks like face Kool-Aid face. man. No. He, yeah, he gained it in his neck. It's all <laughs> he, in his, he, he took one of Joe West's chins. And just slapped it on the back of his neck. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know how diets work. They, You know, you, you lose the weight. You're feeling good. You tell everybody, hey, look at the new me. And then in a couple years... You gained thirty pounds back. You know you're you're can't have trouble with your knees. That's gonna be him this year. I'm just I'm sorry to say under. Michael, what do you have? Okay, so everybody went under. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, then fuck it. I'll go over. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll 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 take the over. I'll try and get one on this, uh, on on this one because otherwise it doesn't change anything. But I want to throw in. A, uh, or it a just second... puts you a point behind all of us, you dumbass. <laughs> I want to I put in a sub-question. Okay. All right. Who has more assists, Benintendi or Schwarber? Benintendi! <laughs> I knew that's coming. Dude, so... that's short. Dude, no, just because left field off the wall, there's so many more opportunities to make crazy plays out there in left field and Wrigley. It's not fair to everybody else. You can be... In the middle of the outfield, the ball bounces off the top of the wall. You turn around and catch it and drill somebody out at second or at third base. It's just, it's not fair if you're good at playing the wall and nobody's played it better almost ever. Okay. I mean, I I have to agree with Lyle. Yeah. Yeah. The the green monster sets him up for that. And that's why it was so shocking to me that Schwarber tied him because Schwarber should not have that many plays. Yeah. They just Uh, weren't. 
necessarily people just testing his arm and forgetting that, you know, he's the fact that he can't play a bounce very well does not change the fact that he has a cannon and a very accurate arm. It's not even testing his arm. It's testing the fact that his shoe is going to fly off and he's going to end up out there for, you know, not knowing where his pants are. And uh, he's all tumbled over in a heap. That's what used to happen to him. Right, and they and they watch him running, and they think, ah, he's taking a bad angle. He's not going to get to that ball. And then when he does, you're right, he has that cannon. But I think they just watch the way he's running, and they that's what gets him. That's what you know suckers him into it. Stops by the ivy, eats a taco, turns around. <laughs> you know how? Do we all have Ben and Tendi in this? Oh, he's yeah. like a he's like a big eared puppy out there. He's just like, oh, yeah. running after them all. Look, hey. <laughs> So, Sarah, write it down just so we know, but that's not a question because it's it's, <laughs> it's obviously – I wasn't thinking about, you know, the green monster factor, but, yeah, it makes it it makes it unfair. But it, I would like to know at the end of the year how that worked out. But a very right. informative I, conversation. So, Sarah, yes. you get to answer first on the next one. Oh, no, no uh, we all answered that last one. Yeah, yeah we all answered. Okay. All right. So, while, while we're talking about Kyle Schwarber, one more interesting stat that I found about Kyle Schwarber – he had the fourth highest walk rate in the National League and the second highest strikeout rate in the National League at the same time. So my question is, which one of those numbers will improve more? So this is not a strict over and over under. The question is, will he improve his walk rate by increasing it more? Or will he improve his strikeout rate by decreasing it more? Okay. So, so the answer is either walk or strikeout. Correct. And you think that it's or- going to get better. Because well, I know if, Lyle if, wants if, to go worse. I think they're both worse. <laughs> ah, you think see, he's going to be? He I struck out twenty-seven point five percent of the time last year. I, don't, I, I think, think he's, he's going to. I think that's he's like gonna, half territory. I think he's going to strike out more, and then he'll walk less because he's striking out more. <laughs> okay, so Lyle hates Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> no, I love him. I also think he's going to hit more home runs. I just think he's. Power. He's he's the what, what what is it, Michael? The three the three the outcomes. Tr- true outcome hitter. Yeah, yeah the yeah, three true outcomes. Um, it's funny. I just I was flipping the channels yesterday, and the natural was on, and Roy Hobbs was that guy. He is the perfect player for today's baseball from nineteen thirty nine or whatever year that was supposed to be. All he did they, was strike they, out, walk, and hit homers. They you know, <laughs> he hit one triple in the whole movie, and other than that, it was home run and walk. <laughs> In his in his twelve at bats for that entire season that they showed. No, they I they show all the stats. Somebody's has kind of uh done it out in like eighty five games. He hit like thirty three home runs and had like an OPS of like eight fifty or something like that. Wait, somebody actually uh, extrapolated his numbers yeah, and Bill made Simmons. Okay, that person has too much time on their yeah, hands. Bill Bill Simmons wrote an article about it years ago. Nice. Okay, that's a that's actually a great article. Uh, like, I'll find it for you. I'll, I'll put. I love right that they did that. Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm going to be the optimist here. I think that he's going to decrease his K rate and increase his walk rate. And I also agree that he's going to hit more homers because, um, you know, he looks great in spring training. And we all know that spring training is indicative of a great season. It's everything. <laughs> hey, he smashed another window. I don't think he smashed a windshield last year. So, you know, it's lucky. Yeah. Whose window did he smash? It was one. Bruce day. Levine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well deserved. Yeah. Fuck you, Bruce. Um, I'll go next. And I'm going to say that because the umpires will be at least 3% blinder this year as they age. Um, that's a that's a good call, Danny. Yeah. Uh, and, and they never fire these fuckers. So 
I'm going to say that uh, Kyle Schwarber's got a great eye at the plate. He His second highest K rate was ov- was uh, oftentimes on a ball four. You know what I mean? When he went, yep. when he went down. So many times he got caught looking on bullshit calls. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of with Lyle that it's going to be worse in both because the umpires are fucking blind. You're, you're so, you're, so no personal responsibility for Schwarber. You just want to blame somebody else for his problem. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do that in the hoagies. In I the, agree I with Danny on this though. I think that Kyle got called out on bad calls more often than just about any other. Player. Yeah. I think you start to get a reputation after a while and fair or unfair. I think you lose the benefit of the doubt when you're somebody who just takes a lot of strikeouts or swings at bad pitches. Yeah, it's an it's an old man ego thing. Yeah, right, but that, yeah, but that's a catch-22. It's like he's getting struck out more because he's taking that fourth ball. Even though, calling, you I'm know saying. what I mean? Like then, exactly. it, then it's ended up he's got a higher strikeout rate, and so he gets known for a higher strikeout rate, even though those were balls that he was he should have gotten walks on. If we had robot umps... I would say I would say he would improve in both and the one he'd improve in both or or the one he'd improve in more, which is the question, would be the walk rate, you know, obviously, because I think he's got a great eye. So did everybody answer that? Michael did not. Michael didn't. Yeah, I don't know Michael's answer. I I don't even know what Danny's answer was. Uh, I I said that if we had robot umps, he would be better in walks. <laughs> They're not robot umps, so he said yeah. that everything okay. would be worse. Everything would. I'm I'm with Lyle on this. I'm going for okay, the point. Okay, so you're with going the, worse. Worse I'm, walk. I'm rate, betting worse. against the table. I'm okay, doing the I'm, don't pass line. I am going. Uh, I'm going better. Better walk rate. That's going to be my choice. Can I just clarify too? Uh, I think Kyle Schwarber plays in a career high games this year. I think he probably plays in about 150, 155 games. Uh, I think he's really just going to have his best season to date. I think he will strike out more, um, and I think his rate will be higher. I think he will walk less, but I think he's going to hit for a higher average, and I think he's going to hit for more power, and I think he's going to have his best year. Two okay. With all two, of those things. Two seventy thirty four home runs. Calling it. Yes, I like yeah, that. I, I'm, I'm saying 280, 38 home runs. Ooh. Ooh, 280, 38. Wait, I'm hold saying. On. Hold on. Let me jot these down while we're while we're doing this. So we had 270. Danny, what was yours? 270. 30, 34 home runs, I believe, is what I said. But I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Short-term memory. And then we had 280. What was it? 30, uh, 38 home runs, 280. Pipe dream. What do you got, Michael? He's going to bat 301 with 15 triples. <laughs> Impossible. You can't. Not after eating that hoagie. He, yeah, he doesn't have the lung capacity for that with all that fat pushing down on them. Right. Um, no, uh, from a guy who's got a very similar build without the yeah. muscle. Yeah. He's no, I think, I think totally the, out of shape. I, I like 275 with 35 homers. I like that. Hey, I need to take uh, two minutes real quick. Oh, Michael's got to pee. <laughs> I do. Well, then so we, we, yeah, let's keep going. We'll keep let's going. Let's keep going. He'll, 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 he'll have to be fast. Yeah. No, he just loses a point. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. out there peeing um, so, on you, Darvish's hands. Right. So we had a couple of very dramatic David Bodie walk-offs in 2018. Over under 1.5 for the David Bodie walk-off. 
Danny? Well, you know, I and I could be very wrong about this, but I had Bodie pegged as a flash in the pan, a guy that put it together last year, and this year uh, he's just going to totally fizzle and be off the team by the end of the year. That's what I what was my bold prediction for David Bodie. But spring training, oh, my God, he's tearing the cover off the ball. He's incredible, uh, which means he's going to have a terrible year. So I'm going to go under. Yeah, Danny, I kind of had the same thought. I'm like, there's no way that the the Cubs were having some, like, cardinal luck with some of these players. It was like Cardinals with pitchers. It was like – and hitters. The Cubs just seem to keep getting these young guys that come in and just produce. And I was like, there's no way that this guy keeps us alive. And Spring, Spring would tell me, no, maybe that's not the truth. Maybe he is better than, than I thought he might be. But I'm still going to lean toward under – um, I just, I don't know. I don't think he gets the opportunity this year. So you're, you're also under, you think he's just not going to pan out. He was only, yeah. he's the first guy off the team when, uh, I mean, isn't he? When somebody else comes up. Well, so here's the thing. I think he's on the roster until at least May 3rd. Cause that's how long Addison Yeah, Russell. That's what I was trying to think of. The, so the, the, the question the is, if he starts out there. strong, he's not going anywhere. I mean, honestly, if you look at their most recent numbers between Bodie and Half, you kind of would want Bodie. Like Bodie's been more dynamic than Half, which I know is like a crazy thing to say. Half is clearly the better player; he's got more upside, whatever. But is, if you actually look at what they've done, yeah, I mean, you'd love to keep Maul, and next year you do, except for that you'd rather have a third catcher. You know, can Bodie catch? Because that would solve all our problems. <laughs> How is he? At catcher. I mean, it's just really hard to say. I mean, I, I and I agree, like, Happ and Bodie actually look the same in many respects, they do. too. You know? There's and, lots of stuff about them that is very similar. Yeah, except for that uh, Happ can play in the outfield and in the infield and has a little bit more versatility. He's more of a Joe Madden-type player. Uh, plus, he's already bought Joe Madden off with all the wine he gives him. So, I mean, I'm just saying that Russell comes back, Bodie's gone, and uh, See, I actually think Bodie is a better fielder than half overall. I think Bodie's a better defensive third baseman than Chris Bryant. And I know that is like a super hot take, but he makes plays that Chris Bryant does not even try to make. I, I agree. I don't think Chris Bryant you're, is. You're, the, you're, yeah, you're on the right show yeah. for Chris Bryant bashing. We, yeah, think, he, yeah, we, we all think he it. should be an infielder. <laughs> yeah, he should be a left fielder, except for yeah. they got a catcher out there. So. I know. <laughs> Schwarber should be a DH for. Well, next is. next year he will be once Michael Cotton doesn't get his wish. All right. So, so what are you, are you we taking talking, the over? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to go over. I okay. believe in David Bodie. Boat. Yeah. So it's uh, Bodie. Bodie power. Bodie uh, magic continues. I mean, all I need is two walk offs to take the overs, and yeah. I think he's got two walk offs. That's a lot. It is. Some guys don't have any in their whole careers. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's true, but pitchers probably. All right, so we were talking about Cardinals devil magic for a second there. And one of the things that I'm interested in about the Cardinals this year is that Matt Carpenter is going to return to third base, which I think is going to be very entertaining. So in 2018, Matt Carpenter uh, played third base for 76 games, and he had eight errors. I want to know if he's go- how many errors Matt Carpenter is going to have now that he is basically a full-time third baseman. All right, Cardinals question. Cardinals I like question. This. I like, I like shot in Freud at Cardinals question. Danny? 
That uh, is going to be Air Central at the hot corner yeah, in St. Louis, ma- is my prediction. Uh, yeah, Matt Carpenter it has been I, – I used to make fun of him years ago when he did play a lot of third base as being terrible. I remember him sucking. I probably watched it with my own eyes. I do – I'm going to – so is it, it's over, right? Yeah, so the question is yeah. last, last year it was um, in about half a season he had eight. He's basically a full-time third baseman now, so it's over under eight. Oh yeah, well, well, we're over uh, under seven point five. Sorry, I always mess up the point five. Thing. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna take the over. No, I I think he's bad out there. And when he was at first base, it was I, I mean a lot of I I don't know how many errors did he have last year, but he's not known as a good fielder. But he probably had a better time of it at first, but probably didn't pick uh, him, pick him like Rizzo or anything. He didn't get any votes for Gold Glove, but um, uh, he also had eight errors at first base. Yeah, no, he's I mean, which is. I don't know if that's a lot. I mean, I'm not looking at everybody's stats together, but so so this is how many errors he has at third base. I just want to make sure we're yeah, being specific. at third at thir- base. At third base, yeah, because he's no longer a first baseman. That is Paul Goldschmidt, which means that we've got Matt Carpenter full time at third base, which is a more difficult place to play than first base. He is not a good defender. The is Cardinals not- have had defensive problems the last few years. Full season. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just got back, and yeah. all of a sudden, is this a Cardinals ass stash show? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm in the, the wrong call. Is, no, no. There an, is there an opportunity for him to be moved to the outfield? Carpenter? Yeah, I'm because I, this is this is my thought process. Is he's going to be so bad at third base the first two months that he's going to have eight? in the first two months and then never play third base again, they're going to put him in like left field or right field. But I don't know if that's even a possibility on that team. The last time he played the outfield was 2014 for right. two games. Man. Okay. Then I'm going to just go over. I'm going to go over. They're going to suffer through it. And How I'm many gonna... do you think he has? How many years? 22. <laughs> I, I say 25, by the way. If wow. Out there. Yeah. 25 <laughs> errors at third. It's just. All right. What, what was, what's the over under here? So the over under. Is eight last season? Matt Carpenter at, had seventy six games where he played some amount of third base, and he had eight airs there. He also had ninety five games at first base where he also had eight airs there. So the question is: full time third baseman Matt Carpenter, how many airs is he going to have at third base? Over plus or over under seven point five. Well, we should make it like double because he'll play double the time. So like, so let's make over it like, under fifteen point five. Yeah, that's it. But you're both still over. Yeah, yeah. Danny's yeah, I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going over as well. I'm going over as well. How many? Uh, one in each of the first forty-five games. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so you're saying forty-five until they cut him? <laughs> yes. Forty-five until they figure out that maybe Paul Goldschmidt should be a third baseman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be so. Oh, Paul Goldschmidt, third base. That's terrible. Okay. Uh. No, I, I, I think it, I think he gets in the twenties though, and we got twenty two and twenty five. Yeah, yeah. My number will be twenty on the nose. All right, twenty on the nose. Okay, yeah. I'm, actually, is, is, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm also gonna say over. I'm gonna say thirty. Okay, thirty. I think he's bad there. I think he's really bad there, and I think that that's a problem with this deal that they made. And it's gonna get. It's a weakness. It's gonna get revealed real fast. Michael, the, real, Michael, real quick. David Bodie over under one and a half walk off home runs this year, just real quick. Ooh, over under one and a half walk offs. I'm he's, gonna, I, man, I'm going quick. over. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him two. I'm gonna give him two because that dude is clutch. He's very he, clutch. He may, he may only hit fucking like two thirty eight on the season, 
And but he'll have three home runs. Two homers. of them will be walk off game winners, right? Or at least walk off hits. We're not talking home runs, right? Just right. walk off hits. Just walk off hits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any then, yeah. I'll, I'll go over. I'll go over. I also went over. Yep. I, love I think David he's going to have two before May third. So even if he gets cut Ooh. after May third, I before think he's going to have May 3rd. two. Wow. He's not even going to be on the team for more than a month. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about uh, having to duck out. My kids, I had a I had a bloody dog situation upstairs. I heard you yelling. Well, you should get your kids to stop fucking the dog. No, it's actually the neighbor's kid's dog. Why are the neighbors, why are your kids fucking the neighbor's kid's dog? <laughs> well, because our dogs are already, you know, they know what's coming. They run away. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know that you know this show can go Sarah, off the rails at any time, I, Sarah. I, I knew what I was. I knew what I signed up for. Sarah's like, and there it is. Our, I, do, all right, do, so we're gonna move on now. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's move on. All right. So speaking of things that are in twos, I have a couple other questions that also deal with the number two. So we'll take them back to back. The first one is: Javi Baez stole a home twice last year. Mm. Uh, over under Javi Baez steals of home at one point five. What do you got, Sarah? I think I think over, and I think he's going to be the first Cub in. I I don't even remember a Cub who stole home more than uh, twice in back to back seasons. But I think Javi's got it in him. Well, I mean, just any ball player steal home twice in a season. Just that's fucking nuts. Um, but Javi has a penchant for it. I'm going to go. So two is over and one is, yeah, the one is under. Man, that that's when you know it's a good question. When you're like, seriously like, I don't know because I think it it could be either one of those easily. Um, I will go. I will go under with actual uh, with a stat saying he stole home. Okay, so under. So he probably only steals home once. Yeah, I don't know. I think he gets there on a number of different occasions on weird things. I mean, he did it a couple of times where it was there on errors and shit like that, too. So I'm not saying he's not going to be doing it. I'm saying the stats will read one. Okay, stat will read one. Lyle? Um, I'm with Michael. I think Javi improves on his season last season, but this is not one of the stats that he improves on. I'm going to say zero. It's that's really hard to do. Zero. Really hard to do. I'm going to say negative one. I'm going to say he gets caught stealing at home once. Oh, that's a negative one. I actually, I, that's a, I like that call. I like that (laughs) call because I could totally see him doing it. And then Joe just being like, all right, no, no more. Let's let's not (laughs) do that. I just lost the game. I I, no, I, I think he gets caught more than once. I think no! he gets caught two or negative, three times. Negative yeah, four. No, no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm going to go negative two. He gets caught twice, and then it doesn't happen again. Wow. Right. Yeah. It's going to be two times, and oh it'll be within thunder. a week. Oh, my thunder. Yeah. No, but I, that, that's what I was thinking before. I just had to answer last. No, I see. We're, we're psychically connected, Lyle. Why can't you be positive? We are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's been a lot of years. Speaking of things that are in twos, uh, Tommy LaStella had – Catcher's interference twice last year, uh, six times in his career as a cop. I which... fucking hate Tommy LaStella. <laughs> Quit on the team. Is there so it's a two part question? Is there any player who will have who will reach base on catcher's interference twice in 2019? And if so, which player? 
Cubs player. Cubs player. Yes. Right, because Tommy Lestella is going to do it a few times out there. And yeah, no, no, we're not. The Angels <laughs> are not a thing we're doing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, then Danny? I'm going to go. I'm going to say no. No, no Cubs player. No Cubs players make it. Got it. Like, Danny. Like no Cubs player passes Tommy Lestella in two. That's what we're asking. Correct. Um. I I think uh, Contreras does it. So yes, Contreras. So Contreras two times at least. I think that's a dumb call, Danny. Catchers are very aware of catchers. He doesn't want to hurt another catcher. That never happens. No, no. The, the, he's so aware of them that he's like, ah, oh, that's where that mid is, and then he's he's on first in a tight hits, game. He hits Yachty eight times. Yeah, in the back of the helmet. <laughs> oh, right in the neck tat. Right in the neck tat. Chris Bryant against Yachty twice. And then a fist fight on the field. And Chris Bryant just starts singing Frozen songs instead of fighting. (laughs) And tra-la-laing and skipping. You know know Chris Bryant's not a fighter. He is is running away from Frozen songs. Yes. (laughs) Uh, He keeps saying things like, bring it. And he's getting all tough guy. And it's the weirdest thing I've ever (laughs) seen. He's the furthest thing from it. Uh, I agree with Michael. I don't think that any player is going to surpass Tommy Lestella in his expertise with catcher interference. Um, all right, let's go to something a little bit less focused on baseball. So um, Joe Madden has admitted that he has sp- spent a lot of time this offseason reading Managing Millennials for Dummies, oh, and it yeah. comes up way too often for my liking. So the over-under is 9.5 times we have to hear Joe Madden talk about Managing Millennials for Dummies. Uh, how do we even quantify uh, this? Just post-game shows and no yeah, like yeah. interviews, whatever. Just media mentions what's, of managing what's millennials the, for dummies. What's the over/under? Nine point five. Oh, oh God, it's going to be insufferable, isn't it? I'm going to take the over, and I say he mentions it pretty much every other post-game conference. <laughs> well, when I was reading my book, I understood that uh, you've got to, uh, you know. <laughs> Go to the player and ask them what this at bat means to them exactly and <laughs> what they need to do to be the most successful in this exact moment. I mean, he already talks like that. Yeah. And then once he gets fucking half a bottle of Merlot in him, whoa. Not only not only is it over, Joe Madden is going to announce the release of his upcoming book. <laughs> Managing, Managing baseball. Millennial Baseball Players for that. <laughs> And it's going to come with a slice of avocado toast. <laughs> and, and how, All right, Michael, are you how, over? And how not to handle abuse neg- uh, uh, oh, accusations because he's not very good at it. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's not. No, I'm going to go under. Uh, everybody went over. I'm going under. I, Yeah, that's fine. There's going to be some. There's going to be so way way worse things to talk about, Michael. That we're not even going to be thinking about that anymore. More emails. I think somebody somebody else will write a new book. I, I think <laughs> I it's going to be over because I think this is part of his like job interview for a contract extension slash new job. It's his whole like, look, I can I can jive with the young kids. I could still relate. Look how hip I am. Look at these horn rimmed glasses. look how dark dark my hair is well i I was gonna say he's gonna have a a large black 
uh, Charlie Blackman beard by the end of the season. Well, he he always looks like Papa Smurf when he grows that beard. Yeah. Right. Uh, standing there in the dugout in October with his big old playoff beard, and I just want to be like, la 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 la. And we and we all know he wears a jacket, like you know, seventy five percent of the time. He's going to add a nice scarf to it. He's going to he. I, I predict he starts wearing a cardigan sweater with a tissue stuffed in the sleeve this season. Uh. <laughs> the sad thing is Madden thought he was cool for years by his big van that he pimped out, you know, and right. then he realized that that makes him even look like even more of a fogey now. And he didn't realize he's like, he's like, hey, Carl Edwards, come check out my van. And he, Carl Edwards goes in there. He's just like, hey, nice plaid curtains, bro. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's. You Carl know. Edwards walks in and goes, you know, it only gets 12 miles to the gallon, right, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only takeaway he has. You know, this van is kind of irresponsible to own, Joe. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Chris, hey, Chris Bryant, come check out my van. There's candy and a Huffy in here. So creepy. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> oh, Huffy. Well, Michael's, um, okay, Michael's kids are lured with dogs. Yeah. Speaking of coaches, the last few years have not been kind to the Cubs coaching staff. After at the end of each season, so we're just gonna we're not gonna get into like bench coaches and catching coaches and all of that jazz. There, here just like the main four: manager, bench coach, pitching coach, hitting coach. How many of those four survived the 2019 season? Oh wow! Can I go first? Yes, go first. None. Joe is fired by the All Star break. Ooh, wow. that's a hot take. <laughs> oh, oh, are we saying make it through the season? Yeah. So at the end of the season, how many will be back for 2020? Oh, uh, how many will be back? Yeah. Oh, okay, Lyle, right, but, right, because that's a different well, question. Okay. Yeah, so Lyle who, just re-raised and said Joe's out. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm going none as well. I I, I think that uh, – Unless I, they make a deep playoff run, that's it. I, I feel like this uh, – this whole off season has the stink of rickets all over it. And I think they continue to do it. I think Theo might not even be there in 2020 because he's going to be like, fuck this. I'm done. And he's going to go and manage the goddamn Yankees or something. What do you got, Sarah? Wow. Y'all are pessimistic. I, I actually, I'm trying to be an optimist. So in the interest of optimism, um, I think that, they're actually all going to survive after a very deep playoff run that includes at least the NLCS. That is very optimistic. Um, and Joe comes back. I think Joe gets an extension. Yeah. Uh, well, at this point, it. it'd just be a new why. contract and not an extension because yeah. he's or, done. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. How many years do they give him? I don't. Well, so I, I'm not. I'm not no. That's the Ricketts. Mm. One. They're going to give him one year. They're going to make him fucking manage for I don't his think, contract I don't, every year, and he won't take it. I don't think he accepts that if it's just – I don't think he would either. He wants one more three- or four-year deal, and then he's done. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go three years. What was he making this time? Like five, six million dollars a year. I'd say he gets a little bump because the Cubs had a good run. So three years, 20 million. I mean, it's surprising that we even have to have this conversation and he hasn't already been extended, given that this is the greatest – Cubs yeah. team that we've ever seen and they're not going to extend this guy like and let him uh, let him manage out his days uh you know it's not like he's going to become a bad manager overnight you know it's not, I mean 
I, I know he's reading this book, The Managing Millennials, but he's already been, I mean, I make fun of it, but, like, he's already connecting with many of the players. Like, I, I, I mean, I I think he did a great job last year. I think Hadavi is, like, their wonder boy, and they're going to give him time to get all these dudes up from AAA that they're uh, supposedly developing. And we've seen some, uh, you know, glimmers of the, of hope. Uh, coming in, in the spring training with the way some of the guys like Al Webster have performed. So I'm going to say that they – and they've gone back the other way to their old hitting philosophy. Uh, the bench coach uh, – who is it now? He's new. The Padres guy. Yeah. I just forgot his name. Yeah. And I – you know. he <laughs> That's he, his jersey, says Padres guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. See, he, Mark Loretta. Mark Loretta. So, I mean, because he's new and not from the organization, but if he's a Padres guy, he might be a Theo guy. He is, he's a Jed guy. Um, a Jed yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm a Jed guy. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, so uh, Mark Loretta still counts as two first names. True, true. And it's better when it's intersex. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go, man, Loretta might not make it if him and Joe don't work well together. You know what I mean? So I, it, can I just say one? So you think one is coming back? Or no, one I is think, not coming back? I think three are coming back. I do think Joe comes back. I think Hadavi comes back. I think uh, whoever the new hitting coach is that is I like, Iaposi. Iaposi, who's like the old hitting coach. He's like the he, – well, he's kind of like Hadavi, right? Like up yep. up through the system in a way. Yep. Yeah. I, I and, But I also agree with Michael. This reeks of rickets. This is like – you you hired these guys three years ago, Theo. You got to use them. We've been paying these guys. Let's see what they got. And then you know, yeah. But, but I, be, I think one and, and one to be is clear. Gone. I want Joe back. I think he should get you know these things. I just I feel like the Ricketts are just stepping all over themselves right now, and they're fucking this team up. So I'm going to say three come back. All right. So Danny's got three coming back. I've got them all coming back. Michael and Lyle think the team implodes by the All Star break. No, no, not by the All Star break. That's Lyle. Lyle thinks I say in the off season, uh it's it's negative two to what you just asked because I think yeah. Theo and Jed leave. I think the whole fucking gang just, you know, says, Fuck you, Ricketts, and they leave and it's another hundred years till we see a good team. Didn't Theo sign an extension recently? We have Theo for more years. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, he uh, did. Yeah, sign. I mean, he signed through twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, but it doesn't he signed matter. Through the window, basically. He can fucking quit. Yeah. He sure. Um. Okay, so let's let's like play out some of this like everything's negative and the team is falling apart thing. <laughs> if the Cubs turn into the Phillies and people get caught playing Fortnite in the clubhouse, which Cubs player takes a bat to the TV? Oh. So who destroys Fortnite on the Cubs if everything goes to hell? It is, and and I have a thought. I have a thought on this, but I'm going to save it. I'm I'm going to start here and just go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that Jason Hayward is done giving speeches. It's all about <laughs> TV smashing. Let's go. <laughs> that's his new way because that's that's what it actually says in managing millennials for dummies. Just smash the TV, and they'll learn. <laughs> so Jay Hay goes. Jay Hay goes and- ballistic. And then he and he then he and Carlos then he Santana. and then he grounds into four double plays. <laughs> so who do you got? 
Okay. I'm going to go last. Okay, I'll go. Um, I say it's technically Lester, but he's a fan of the DH, and he has his backup catcher do it for him. So Lester actually DHs the broken TV. To, to Caratini? No, it's still Lester. Lester's my pick. He just makes a DH do it for him. Okay. He just forces the bullpen catcher to fucking smash the TV. So Chad Noble smashes yes. the TV? <laughs> okay. All right, On gonna... behalf of John Lester. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, I got it all down. He's like, I'll give you, I'll give you a fucking chicken leg, and I just need you to smash that TV. Well, we know Chad Noble's only getting paid $4,000 a year, so. Oh, God. That's uh, criminal. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but. All right, Lyle, who you got? I think the only answer is John Lester. He's the only angry enough person on that team to actually take care of business like that. But he does it by himself. He does it by himself. <laughs> See, I also have John Lester, and I, I imagine John Lester doing this by himself, and I imagine him screaming about all the lessons he learned from fried chicken and beer in the Red Sox clubhouse you as he breaks the TV. You ain't oh. kidding. I ain't dealing with any of this fried chicken bullshit, motherfuckers. <laughs> And there you go. Hold on. Can I can I slightly change my answer then? Sure. John Lester does it, but he injures himself, and then I have to field another round of dumbasses who think there should be a DH because John Lester shouldn't be swinging a bat. Okay, so Lester does it and hurts himself. You, you just can't have a show without a DH argument. I know. Jesus I'm the designated hater. Yes. Lyle, you got all soft. Are, are you okay over there? Am I good? Am I good? Check yeah, yeah. Check. No, no. You just sounded sad. All right. Let's let's do something happy. Um, Lyle, Lyle's watching uh, basketball right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this on a couple of happy questions. All right. He's smiling because he is. Uh, you're not paying <laughs> is attention. Is basketball on yet? I thought it hasn't even started. started. I got 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you're watching Marv Albert or whoever the new Marv Albert is. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched basketball in a long time. Okay, let's go happy questions. All right, so, happy questions. First, first happy question. Who is the home run leader on the Cubs, and what is the number? Michael? Ooh, that's a tough one. It's going to be either Schwarber or Bryant. Who do I want to go? Uh, I'm going to say it's – I'm going to go KB. I'll pick What's the number? Chris Bryant is yeah, a home run get leader. a number. Uh, 36. You already say that Schwarber's going to hit 38, or yeah, did somebody yeah. else? No, that, that was no, I said 35. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, it's going to be tight for those two. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Down to the wire. Sarah, who uh, do you have? I, I have Rizzo, and I think this is the first time that Rizzo hits 40 home runs. Wow. And it's going to be epic. Uh, I like, because Rizzo, I like has an MVP, Rizzo has an MVP season in him. It just hasn't happened yet. Rizzo had an MVP season and it. it hasn't happened yet and it never will happen. This is the beginning of the decline. No, no. Listen, and I think more, I think there's a bunch of other guys who are going to have career years and start moving the other direction. Rizzo is not that guy. Rizzo is not that guy. Schwarber's going to have a great year. Javi, Wilson, Rizzo's going to be the guy we talk about. Man, man, if he just played, just if he's just a little bit better, just like, I can't believe Rizzo's turned into this and they're still playing this well. So, 
I think that's the guy. Who wait, who you said 38, Michael? Who'd you say is doing it? Or Danny? No, no I said 36 with uh KB. Chris Bryant. Yeah, who did, who's the home run leader? And who did you say, Danny? I didn't say yet. Oh. Dude, quit watching basketball and pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> didn't somebody say 38? Oh, Michael. You did about Schwarber. You said 38 for Schwarber. So yeah. if Schwarber's not your leader, somebody has to I, beat 38. Got it. Got it. Uh <laughs> Telling Lyle what he said. Thank you. I appreciate the help. <laughs> it's, it's necessary. Uh, well, are, gonna, you, are you a major league umpire by any chance? I'm going <laughs> to stick with my Kyle Schwarber 38. I don't think anybody outdoes the Schwarbeast. All right. Schwarber at 38. Who you got, Danny? Uh, man, I, w- I really want to say Javi hits 40 this year. You know, I would love to see him improve on what he did last year and really come out of his his, uh, his shoes this year. Um, but that's Schwarber. Schwarber comes out of his shoes when he's playing left field. I'm going to go <laughs> – I, I am going to say Javi just to pick a different guy and that he's my favorite. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say Javi hits also 40 home runs. Why right. not? not? Let's be optimistic. You're right. So this is one where we all have different people. Yeah, all different. All different people. Uh, and by the way, I, I, I love your Rizzo pick, but I think he goes – I think he's just Rizzo again. I think it's 32 – he's back to 32 homers. You know, I think he hits, you know, 265, 270, whatever whatever is – Lifetime He's averages, the most yeah. consistent player I've ever seen in numbers at the end of the year. And last year, I his numbers were very consistent too, but he had to take – he had that back issue that kind of fucking derailed him. But – yeah, he, he's going to be – you're going to see another, like, perfectly for him average year, which is upper echelon first baseman. Oh, yeah. I mean, every year he's 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, every single – it's it's outstanding and predictable. I just think that he's got one season in him, and it's this year or next year based on his age, where he breaks through a little bit. And instead of being the second best guy on the team, because he always is. Last year he second to the year before that, he's he's always like second best. I think that he's going to break through this one time. Sarah, the, ol- the only thing he breaks through this year is the buttons on his jersey. <laughs> so, and by the way, KB's 36 home runs, he ends with 54 RBI. <laughs> <laughs> Just all solo shots. Oh, what an asshole. Solo shots God. in blowout games as the Cubs win 104. <laughs> Right. I was gonna say so. As in July, we're all talking about how KB's not clutch because he only hits solo shots. Clutch. Yep. What a selfish player! Ah, oh, God, I can't <laughs> believe. No wonder they won't extend him. All right. So one other fun stat that I think I tracked successfully last year, but I'm not gonna lie. This is not something that like Baseball Reference or anything tracks. This is just something I track. So Lester started bouncing the ball to first base and third base rather than actually throwing it because yeah. he can't throw to the bases. Uh, and I thought this was going to be a disaster because physics and rocks and stuff. And I was wrong. It was successful 100% of the time. And I, I admit that I was wrong about that. So my question is, will Lester's bounce throw to the bases continue to be 100% successful? Oh, I love John Lester. He's one of my all-time favorite players. I hate this part of him. It just me. It his imperfections make you love him a little bit more, and his attitude about it is even better. 
I just feel bad for him sometimes because it's just like, what a weird thing for a guy who seems to have so much goddamn confidence. Like he can't fucking throw to first is the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> you didn't uh, answer the question. Yeah. So are you t- I know. I don't think it's going to be successful. I don't. And I also, and in an addendum to it, I think John Lester gives up 16 solo shots this year, <laughs> just because I like to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Because he, he's the king of the solo home run. Okay, so the question is, is he 100% successful on the no. bounce pass? No. Yeah. Yes or no? Nice. Yes okay. or no? Lyle says no. So what I love about this right now, what we are all getting here, Sarah has said that this is a stat that she has created. She is the only one that follows it. So... I'm guessing she might win. And also, <laughs> the letters, uh, Sarah Sanchez stat is literally an ass stat. I love it. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going with 100% for John Lester bounce passes. All right. On, yes. on the, the, tr- this is the ass stat right here. No, yeah, no. I, I think it continues. Like, I, I admit last season in spring training when I saw this, I thought it was a joke. And I was horrified because I, I couldn't imagine that this would work. I'm like, a baseball is not a basketball. And, like, I understand why bounce passes work in basketball, but it's just not a predictable thing for a baseball to, like, hit the ground and bounce predictably. And Especially yet- on a grass field. Like, it's insane that they don't even play. Like, if it was turf, I'd be like, well, okay, I can see where they might think this works. Do you and think yet- the groundskeepers at Wrigley have to, like, specially manicure that area? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a part of the plan. I don't know, but – Every single time it worked, and I couldn't believe it. I was just like, how is it still working? How is that ball not in left field? I don't understand. Or right field, I don't understand. And but, I, yeah, I agree. It's, it's going to continue to be successful because it's just one of those baseball things I can't I can't explain. Yeah, there's there's no possible way that not one ball that he bounce passes over there is going to get not get by Anthony Rizzo or Caratini or whoever's standing over there. No. I'm with. I'm going to say no. Decidedly, there's no way this continues to work. It, it just we got lucky. <laughs> we might have we might have exhausted my questions here. Oh, good. all well, right. Wait, I, I like this. I think these were good questions. Yeah, these were good. These are fun. Well, we have we have one that we thought of at the beginning, which was the the, the number of starts for Tyler Chatwood. Did we even answer that question? We thought of that before the show. Oh no, started. we did we, not. We, yeah. We talked about it a little bit, but yeah. So last year he had twenty starts. He had twenty starts. Yes. I put the over under not in... even in the start, like on the starting no. staff. So I would. Well, do, is he the sixth? Is he the next guy in? I don't think so because no, Mike Montgomery is a much more reliable sixth man. But so he's I hurt. Would, I would right, but I would, but that only means if if somebody gets hurt right off the bat, which is possible because this is a very old pitching staff. They are older than dirt. They are really good, but they are dirty old. Um, Actually, I, would, I have another question about the age of the pitching staff. Okay. Sorry, continue. Um, over under eight and a half starts, Michael. I was I was thinking I was thinking nine and a half is my number. So, anybody, any of the other two on the show, do you have a preference here? Uh, eight and a half, eight half or nine and a half seems yeah. about the yeah, same yeah. to me. We'll just so then you take the over, Michael. Okay. If you think nine, right. if you think nine, then, and then, a half, okay, then, then we're going with eight and a half, and I and I've got the over. Yeah, I'm also going to say over, and I think it's because of the old staff. 
I and you, Darvish. I'm going to say under because he's lights out, too valuable out of the bullpen. Does he become the closer? <laughs> Got it. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I mean, when you when you hear Theo say this week, even with Craig Kimbrell just sitting out there waiting to be picked up, no, 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 we got plenty of arms down in the minor leagues. We're going to be just fine. You know it's going to be a disaster in the bullpen, right? It is. Uh, what, do you, what do you got, Sarah? Over, uh, under. I'm going to say under, and not because he's too valuable in the bullpen, but I, I think what what's – Somebody else is going to get that gig before Chatwick does. They they don't want to mess with his head. And oh, I think yeah, that yeah, he yeah. was mess- I think that he was in his head with starting and what was going on with the walks last season. I really think it looked more like a yip situation to me than anything else. And so they're going to try to keep things as static for him as possible, and that means he comes out of the pen. Oh, I, I no, I, I I think he actually he gets a spot start. He does well, and then uh, they keep working him. He keeps getting spot starts. I think he ends with uh, maybe fifteen starts this year. That's a lot. Wow, fifteen that fifteen is a lot. When you think about it, though, twenty starts last year, and it felt like he didn't pitch very long, right at all. And he had twenty, so fifteen starts could actually. Over the season, really, that's what two a month, three, uh, three a month, maybe. Yeah, fifteen's kind of kind of high, but I can see it happening. So, what's your okay. what's your question about the pitchers' ages? The pitchers' ages, it's hidden up here. I totally forgot about it. So, here's in 2018 across the entire major leagues, there were seven qualified starting pitchers over the age of 35. Two of those pitchers play for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, yeah. The others are Verlander, Hap. Grinky, Morton, and Shields. So my question is, will both Lester and Hamels be qualified, have enough starts to be qualified starters in this year, given their age? How, okay, so how many starts does it, do you need to be a qualified starter? Is there a number so, on that? Or? So this is based off, fan, I, I just use Fangraph's qualified starts, um, or who is a qualified starter. Give me one second, I'll get the exact... Okay, well, while you do that, how about we do this? The seven, those seven starters, who has who has the best year? The, well, who, the best year the last top? year by far was Justin Verlander. Justin I, Verlander was the best of over thirty-five. Yes, and by the way, I think he just got offered a four or five year extension for like big money. I was like, Holy. no, no, sorry, it was like two years at like thirty one million a year or something. It was insane. I just, I just saw it pop up on my phone last night. He's getting offered a ton of money. Listen, I, I love John Lester, but I, I think that uh, you know we're gonna it's see be coming to an end soon. Right? Yeah, I think he turns into John Lackey soon, <laughs> and uh, and that's kind of what is, is he gonna eat children and start neighing like a horse? Probably, yeah. And I'm and I'm guessing that you know by the end of the year he'll be saddled with some sort of injury. <laughs> Why the long face, John Lester? Yeah, why the long face? (laughs) But, no, I I really think this is the year. I think we've already seen glimpses of it uh, the last couple years, uh, and his spring has not been good. And I just think we're we're seeing exactly what we said when they signed him five years ago, being like, well, in the window, it'll be perfect, and it's okay, you're going to pay for some shit at the back end. And that's where we are. I think we were right then to think it. On the other hand, I think Cole Hamels is a dude that's going to put it uh, put together a good season. So if they, I, uh, I, you're I, in my head, motherfucker, yeah. 
I think Jason Hamels has a better season than Hamels <laughs> no. this year. And I think that uh, Lester gives us one last glimpse of magic before completely falling off the Yeah, field. one glimpse in one game when he goes when he pitches a complete game and walks off the field never to pitch again. No, I think he'll have one last little run at it. I think he has a good season, uh, but I also think that this is the end. I, it's got to come to an end soon. It's like my love for Tom Brady. Like, it's just silly at this point. It's got to be over soon, right? By the way, we have John Lester in, uh, through 2021, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a know, few years of watching this. So Yeah, it's uh, going to be ugly. So I don't have the exact number of innings that you would need, but the qualified starters who were 34 or over last year were – the lowest number of innings pitched was 167. So let's just say 106. Basically, you would need to pitch over 165 innings to be a qualified. Well, starter. just I mean, if there's if there's a even if it doesn't tell us what it is, qualified. We'll just say. Yeah, well, they're on this they qualified list at the end. Yeah. Yeah, if they make that list. Um, Actually, I'll say they both make the list. I say neither. So I, I think they goal. both. I think they both make the list. And uh, and I think of those seven, I'm I'm taking Hamels in the best season of those seven. I think Verlander just got his money. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's throwing softballs this year. I just looked it up. He got off for two years, sixty six million dollar extension. Isn't he like thirty uh, six years old? Yeah, he, that's for next year and the year after. That's the reason why I was like, holy shit. So so they're gonna pay thirty nine year old Justin Verlander thirty three million dollars. That's insane. I'm sorry. Like, he already kind of showed what his aging curve would look like when, right before he got traded from the Tigers, and it was ugly. Yeah, it's. I, I'm shocked by it. I mean, yeah. I get it. He had a great season last year, but I'm like, dude, you got to think you just caught lightning in a bottle and that that shit's about to come to a fucking halt. Um, so I'm also going to say that both, both are qualified. Lester really prides himself on getting that innings number up. Uh, Hamels is also a workhorse, but I think Lester has the better season. I think this is kind of like the last gasp of John Lester. Swan he is song. cranky about all of these velocity stats and FIP and all this yeah. other type he, of stuff he, that's going on, one, and he just goes out and gets it done. He has one last great season, but right near the end of the season, he uh, throws his shoulder out trying to bounce past the first, and he doesn't <laughs> no. he doesn't make the innings, and that's the end of John Lester. So you so you think neither, neither. And Chatwood picks up his last four starts and ends up uh, over the number that we were talking about. <laughs> so one thing we should definitely predict uh, is the uh, standings, and I, I don't think yes, and total and total wins, yeah, and total wins, standings and total wins, and uh, I think we should just do NL Central because yeah, you know, I, yeah, that's and, it, and NL Central, and then I want World Series winner. Okay. That's what I World want. Series yeah. matchup and winner. All right. Matchup and uh, winner. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, Sarah. Uh, okay. So stand, I'll start with standings. Okay. Um, I think that the Cubs are going to win the division this year again. I think that the Pakota projections are insane. I looked at the math behind them and thought they were crazy. I think the Fangraphs projections are a lot more accurate. I do think it's a much closer division than it has been in years past. So I don't think that the win total is going to be as high. I think the Cubs probably win the division with 93 wins. Okay, um, I think that they are followed by the Brewers, uh, and the Brewers wind up with 90 wins. I think that they are followed by the Cardinals, and that the Cardinals miss the playoffs again, even though they just offered Goldschmidt all of the money in the world, and there is woe and like moaning and terror in St. Louis. 
Um, maybe the Cardinals have 88 wins. And then I think that the Reds probably surpass the Pirates because the Reds are slightly better um, at this point with their offseason acquisitions. Did the Pirates even do anything this offseason? I don't think they did anything. Um, the Reds are going to have an they- they brought uh, Gung back. Yeah, they they brought that <laughs> that that rapist drunk back to their yeah, team. They were, so there's they, their they big went move. That direction. Like as bad as the Cubs off season has been. Like yeah, cool. yeah. Well, we yeah. Pretty- I think the Reds are probably going to just clear 500 with 82 wins. I think the Pirates are bringing up the rear at 74 wins. Okay, so who you? How many wins did you have for the Reds? I had the Reds at 82. Okay. Five, the Pirates at 74. It's a tough division. It's a real tough division. Tight. All right, who wants to go next? Oh, wait, no, you didn't give your uh, World Series and uh, matchup and winner. Oh, well, so I think that the Cubs make it back to the World Series to play the Red Sox, and I get the Ooh. World Series that I have always dreamed of, and Same. that the Cubs win. And, and my basis for this is that the last time that I placed a bet on this, and the only time I placed a bet, on the Chicago Cubs to win the World Series was in 2016. I bet $20 that the Cubs would win the World Series. I got paid, and I did that again this this year, so I'm going to get paid again. All right. Nice, good confidence. Michael? Um, Yeah, so the <laughs> j- just so people understand, Zips has the Cubs at 88 wins and in first place. And Picota has the Cubs at 79 wins and in last place. It is amazing how fucking different those two things are. Yeah. But well, for me, well what is Picota, punish, Picota punishes the aging curve and DR, their new DRC plus stat or whatever actually dings every single Cubs hitter worse than WRC plus does. Um, except for Anthony Rizzo for some reason, which I can't quite figure out. Well, what does fuck Bakota? What does Cotton say? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. What's I'm, uh, I'm going Cubs are going to win the division, the division. They are going to, I, I think they go 95 wins this year again, and they win the division with that 95 and uh, the entire front office like takes out an ad says 95 wins motherfucker we told you <laughs> we told you <laughs> all right uh, i think the brewers are right behind them at 93 wins reds uh reds are going to have a winning season you know 80 it's hard when we're getting into these wins but i'm going to go with like 80 83 83 wins for the reds uh the Pirates, 78. The Cardinals have 60 wins. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's Fuck some the up. Cardinals. This, I just don't understand, like, all these things that have the, like, both Pakoda and Zips has Cardinals at 85 or 86 wins. And in second place in this division, I don't get it. The Cardinals are not doing anything. Paul Goldschmidt's a great pickup. I love Paul Goldschmidt. It did nothing to improve that team. It did a lot to improve that team. You're a it, psychopath. Yeah, yeah, and he's a Cub killer. He, he, yeah, he you're pers- insane, Michael. If you think if you if you truly believe what you're saying, and you're just not trying to jerk off the ranters, then you're an idiot. No, no. <laughs> I, I think Paul Goldschmidt comes out. He's he has a good season. And I mean, I guess in that sense, yes, he's a better first baseman than they've had. But 
everybody needs Carpenter. to get better. Everybody needs to have good years, and their fucking pitching staff isn't there. You know, like they're they're injured, they're old, they're fucking like I, no, I just they're you not. know they're, okay. everything they we've been saying Miles, about the Cubs. They did just pay Miles Michaelis a bunch of money. Oh, they and, did, which and, is insane because they found him off the off the trash heap. But they're good at that. Yeah, they did, but he had a great season. He's gonna be. He's gonna have a Mike Michael Waka fucking abysmal season, Flame where out. he was good for a season. They liked him, and then the Cubs teed off on him for a fucking two, three years. I will they- say this about the Goldschmidt pickup because I was sort of thinking about the math of this in my head, and I don't totally agree with the strength of Michael's take, but I do think that. A healthy Chris Bryant is probably equal to whatever you get in terms of wins above replacement from Paul Goldschmidt, which means that those are kind of lateral moves in terms of like improvement. Like literally just Chris Bryant being healthy is probably the same as what the Cardinals got by adding Paul Goldschmidt, particularly when you consider that, the and I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again, that the Cardinals now have to play Matt Carpenter every day at third base. And he's just going to be bad there. And 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 Chris Bryant more than being healthy. I'm not gonna lie. He sounds a little angry this year, and I think I like it. He's it sounds like he's gonna play with a little attitude this year, and he's pissed off. He said "Golly gee" more times than I think I've heard him <laughs> say "Golly gee." Long time. I I heard, I heard a "Gosh darn it," and I got tingles. <laughs> so "Golly my- gee, gosh darn it," I'm gonna hit the cover off this ball this year, guys. So, Michael, what's what's your World Series matchup and uh, Victor? My World Series matchup is the Cubs versus the Yankees. You're a dick. With I'm with the Cubs. <laughs> no, I would look, the uh the Red Sox gonna have another good season, but I think they're in that kind of that that year after mode a little bit. They you know, they're not bringing everybody back. I think they have a good season, but because they get to they get to they beat up on the rest every, of that division. They brought everybody back, but they're closer. They're fine. I mean, need I a bullpen. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That's not you, they also remember Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly was kind of a big part of that bullpen. He yeah. was, but he was also a big part of like the bad part of that bullpen too for a lot of the years. So I don't want to. He was great in the playoffs. He was, but he God, he was off. I'm, the I'm having I'm also, having a fucking wait. brain fart. What's the manager's name? Alex, Alex Cora. Cora. Yeah. I, he managed the in, like he managed the living shit out of those playoffs and World Series, he and really and he's he, I think he could try and do the same thing, but you just don't get the same results when that happens again. Fair. I think I mean, they're going to be close. Here's my biggest concern with the Red Sox, and if it works, it works. And it's going to be great. But like Nathan Avaldi's arm might fall off. What he did in the World Series was unbelievable, and I'm just not – the man has had two Tommy John surgeries. Like, I'm just not convinced that that was a good investment of resources. I agree. I agree. I think the Red Sox – the Red Sox and the Cubs had similar off seasons. They both threw a lot of money at a starting pitcher who's highly questionable. Hamels for the Cubs and, and Evaldi for the Red Sox. And they both have like really questionable bullpens that they didn't really invest much money in other than picking up a bunch of guys off the trash heap. And they have a lot of faith in the arms they have, which uh, I've seen no proof that either of those bullpens are good. It's going to be interesting to watch. Well, uh, so it's your turn. Why don't you, why don't you give us uh, what this all means in uh, the, the, uh, in uh, well, wins and oh, well, well, Michael, did you say who won, won the world series? Yeah, I've got the Cubs. Oh, the Cubs. I, 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 I oh, do. Weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yep. 
I mean, hey, in this window, I've got to keep going for it. Like, I think yeah. right now, I this is the worst sort of opportunity, I think, starting the season, like the, the worst starting point that they've had. But I'm uh, yeah, I, right. I still think I, I if and if they don't do it this year, I really do think it's over it's close. the yeah. entire front office, the management, all this. So I, I'm kind of putting my eggs in this basket and I'm just going to fucking go go for it and cheer for it. And it's going to happen in Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's going to be brilliant. New York, New York. So what do you got, Lyle? Who wins this division? Well, with 88 wins, the Cubs finish in an abysmal third place. Uh, Wait. Tied for third place with the Cincinnati Reds. But they are tied for the last wild card spot and make a playoff run. Because they have they have a similar situation as last year, and they win their way through it. Um, the uh, <laughs> the Cubs didn't my, my, win their way through anything last year. Wait, wait, wait! wait no, no, I'm, it, I'm it's going to be what the it's going to be. They're going to be in the same situation where they have a, like a double play in game, uh, but they're going to win through it. Okay, well. so, right. the so they're going to have to play the Reds. I think the Reds are going to shock the world. Um, Yes, I think the Reds are going to shock the world this year. Well, uh, I, but by finishing in third place and actually fourth place after the playoff. Um, I believe that the Cardinals are going to finish in second place with 90 wins. Yeah. And I'm taking the Milwaukee Brewers to win the division again with 97 wins and kind of run away with it and then get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs by the Cubs. By- the Cubs and the Cubs are going to make a run. And I'm finally going to, I agree with Sarah. We're finally going to get our Cubs Red Sox world series and the Cubs lose in four games to the mighty, mighty Boston Red Sox. It's not even, it's not even a series. Yeah. Let me, let me just say, I like your Reds take. I think the Reds are going to be really good this year. The only reason I didn't put, I, I, I like, I'm so high on them. I would have put them in second, except for the Brewers just seem to fucking, I, until the Brewers show me they're going to suck, I'm going to assume they're going to be good. Yeah, and uh, and, and by, I like and, the Reds though. And by the way, based on everyone's predictions, obviously Pittsburgh's going to win the the division. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you wait, did not uh, give us a win total yeah, for did, Pittsburgh. Yeah, we need a win total. Oh, uh, Pittsburgh wins sixty nine games. Nice, sixty nine. Nice. All <laughs> right, so I, I'll uh, pull up the rear here and. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go uh, with something that we it something weird's going to happen, all right? The Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers all tie at the end of the year with 89 wins. Ooh, I was thinking 85, but 89 wins, three-way tie? That yeah. makes a lot of sense. And uh th- the loser of uh the division in this three-round play playoffs, which will be the Cardinals and the Brewers, uh, when they figure out this round robiny way that it's got to, uh, you know, be decided. I have no idea how it would be decided, but <laughs> but they're gonna do one-game playoffs or something like that. And then, Rob, Rob Manfred will will choose based on the home run derby. Yeah, it'll have the home run <laughs> derby, and they'll uh, and every inning will start with a uh, with bases loaded. Joe. <laughs> Joe- <laughs> Joe West is going to judge a bubble blowing contest. Yeah, between Chris <laughs> Bright and Matt Carpenter. 
And then, um, no, 89 wins. They figure out the division. The losers go home. Not even playing a wild card game. That's already been decided. It's out of the West and the East, okay? Because these teams played themselves to even, and uh, other teams beat them. So, uh, the Cubs win the division, uh, ultimately, with 89 real wins, but they had to beat the Cardinals and the Brewers to, to take it home in extra games, okay? So then they actually win the division and they play the wild card team, right? So uh, I guess next would is I'm going to take the Reds and they're going to have 85 wins. Finally, the Pirates. Uh, I think I think they win 72 games. Is there any way that the Pirates could actually make a run? I haven't really paid much attention to them. They're, they're just rebuild right now. The right? back end of their bullpen oh. and the back back end, which I expect this guy, except for that he's young and, you know, like Vasquez, you know, he is so good. Um, they're, I mean, I you look at their, no, look at their starting rotation. Tyone is their number one. I don't think Chris Archer. I, I just don't think they do it. I think I the think Cubs get two of those pitchers at the, at the uh, trade deadline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know if anybody wants these guys at the trade deadline. Jordan Lyles, Joe Musgrove, Trevor Williams. Like, these dudes have been kind of out there already for him, and it hasn't really worked out, you know? Yeah. And I don't, you know, they are they got Never Oscars in yeah. their bullpen. I love that. That's name. a great name. Yeah. It is. Uh, who, yeah, who, so who, so seriously, the know? Uh, and, okay, so here's what's going to happen. The Cubs do not make the World Series this year. Unfortunately, it's going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. No way. Yep. Bryce Harper, J- Jake Arrieta. They go all the way through. Philadelphia's back. And you know what? They The Cubs give them a run. They get, it goes seven. All right. Uh, again, Cubs, so, Philadelphia. So NLCS for NLCS, the Cubs. Yeah, they get all the way to the NLCS. They lose in seven to the Phillies. Okay. And it's heartbreaking because Jake Arietta fucking beats us. It's awful for us. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's like that's as bad as it could be. And we missed out on Harper. But and but you're just sitting it, there being like, that could be us. But Jake Arietta pitches a complete game shutout in his jock strap. Ah, uh, Don Strand's I'm not gonna, gonna lie. fall over. I'm okay over. with Jake Arietta beating the Cubs. If like the Cubs made it to the NLCS and it was Game Seven and we lost to Jake Arietta, I'd be like kind of bummed. But I love Jake, so I'd be okay. Uh, I'd hate it because he's wearing red now. It's an evil color. Yeah, but Jake is awesome. Yeah. And I also don't have the Yankees or the Red Sox, though they'll both be in it. But this year. Oh, you going Rays? No, no. My magical. (laughs) It rhymes with Rays, but it's called A's. The Oakland A's. You're insane. Magical season. Versus the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. Like a fluke last year. No, no, they're, they're going to put and it together. nobody watches the World Series. <laughs> no, this year, this year, they're going to do what they did a couple years ago when they got John Lester and they got Jeff Samarja at the very end, right? And they, and they lost. Yeah, and they lost. But this time it works like a fucking charm. <laughs> and they get all the way through. And they play the Philadelphia Ace. And uh, the Philadelphia Ace. Well, that's, <laughs> that's going right. to be... That's going to yeah, be the it's thing. The, it's, that is a legacy matchup. This is also what's going to happen, is that people over 80 years old will have a, a real hard time figuring out who to root for because they're old Connie Mack fans, right, from back in the day. 
So uh, the city gets, uh, they have this giant riot um, at, at all the retirement homes. They, they all take to the streets, and they do it in an old way, like World War I, World War II veterans would do. And they uh, get pitchforks, and they get fire, you know, torches. Torches, torches, yeah, like like, like the racists in in Charlottesville, yeah, yeah, and they and, and they and Those they have their nurses torches from Walmart, right? Yeah, yeah they exactly. have their nurses duct tape them to their walkers, <laughs> yeah, and they just they tiki torch it all the way down uh, to uh, you know the uh, the uh, what the cheesesteak place uh, Geno's, they, <laughs> they burn it to the ground. Oh God! World Series canceled because of the giant riot. Because uh, they by they, the octogenarians, yeah, by the octogenarians, and they also accidentally go to where Veterans Stadium used to be and burn that place down, and it's an orphanage. It's awful. <laughs> it's it's the worst thing that you could ever happen. World Series canceled for the next two years. Can, so I, I don't I, have a winner. I, I wait, got no winner. Can, but two wait, days Chris, later, they at least get to throw out a first pitch before the World Series is canceled. Who? Pretty. Gritty. 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 My favorite mascot. I love Gritty. Oh, gr- who the hell's Gritty? Gritty, the oh, mascot yeah. for the Philadelphia fly- uh, Flyers. Oh. The Gritty best. is the best mascot thing to happen to Philadelphia. Gritty, the mascot. Yeah. Gritty's the best thing to happen to mascots in the history of mascots. He's amazing, and I can't believe, Danny, you're not on the Gritty train. Oh, no, I see, I see this guy. just didn't know his name. All right, yeah. Gritty, yeah. Okay. He yeah. looks like he's in ZZ Top. He does. Uh, Danny, can I can I... Can I burst your bubble? May I poke a needle in your balloon? Nope. Just for a mo- moment of a. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Michael, may I poke a hole in Danny's balloon? Please, okay, please, let's you. see the hole. Uh, the season started this past week, and the Oakland A's are. I know. Owen have the worst record in all of baseball. <laughs> <at Owen. laughs> I'm t- they just I hate just, Japan. I, they hate. They got allergic. They're allergic to sushi. It's. It didn't work out for them out there. That, no, Rob Manfred set that whole thing up. It, we got to go into alt right conspiracy theory land where, uh, you know, the A's just went there to be cannon fodder for Ichiro Suzuki, so that he could be uh, run out of the league on a, you know, av- after playing in front of the home, home crowd. I've, I've, I don't know if you've listened to any of the Cubs uh, radio broadcasts with Mick Gillespie, uh, but man, he gives each, each, like four different games. He gave each hero a hard time. He's like, yep, just the bat speed wasn't there. Couldn't hit during spring training was terrible last year. I'm like, he's like, but what a legend. I remember seeing each hero and then go back in his like, yeah, the legs aren't under him, you know, batted one Oh two. And you're like, dude, he looks terrible out there. Yeah, but what but a career. What a career. So just by, by, by the way, Philly does not, does not win it. Uh, the nationals win it in, in a complete total Ooh. fuck you to Bryce Harper. Uh, so yeah. you're wrong. And the Braves come in second. Philly doesn't even make the playoffs in that division. And I predict Michael's Colorado Rockies win the division out there. And the Dodgers don't make the playoffs either. I know. I really think this is going to be a great year for uh, Colorado. I, I, I think it's going to be fun. I actually think second place Padres. I, uh, I, I was, were, the Padres are like the Cubs were in 2015. Exactly. Yeah. They, and I were, think they get they're a wild so card. bad, though, otherwise. I know they just made a couple moves and they got like two really good players. Not a couple like Fernando Tatis is so good. I know but he is, is, but but they what they win 60 games last year. I don't right. know how, how much. I don't think they can improve 30 games. Well, it's going to be all the young guys. It's going to yeah. be all the, the farm guys 
hitting their stride at the same time, just like in 2015 with the Cubs, and they're going to make a splash. Okay, well, I, I, we, we should do our division winners then. As long, okay. as, as, long as we're already on it, we want to talk about it. Okay, so. National yeah. League East. Sarah? Nationals. NL East. Uh, um, I, I love that Atlanta team. It might be one of my favorite teams. In the league. I have Actually, to think yeah. for a second. Okay, Come I'll go. Come back to me. Come back to me. I'll, I'll go because I, Lyle just reminded me that the Braves are playing in the National League East, yeah. and uh, they they will win it this year. I like the Braves. I got Nationals and Braves tied. Oh, tied. All right, Nationals, Braves, tied. I, I think the Braves. I, I like I like their young team. I like that Acuna kid. I think he's me excellent. Too. I like I like their team a lot. Um, I think, and I don't wrong with the Nationals. And I also think there's something wrong. Okay, so I think there's something wrong in the clubhouse with the Nationals, Phillies, and the Mets. I think all three have like massive clubhouse problems. Yeah, but the Nationals pop up at various points in time. The Nationals clubhouse uh, issues just signed with the Phillies. We'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they got I'm rid of Kinsler. To if us. that's like an addition by subtraction type of thing or not, but I'm just right. I have no confidence in any of those three teams to actually pull it out. Even with like all the weird moves the Mets made and like the Phillies giving Harper all the money and I don't know I like the Braves. Okay, so we got two Braves, three Braves, and a Phillies. Well, we got a Phillies. We got a Nationals and Braves. Who are you going to pick though to to get the crown there, Lyle? Ultimately, um, you already said I, Nationals, didn't you? I want I want to pick the Braves, but it's going to be the Nationals. Just as a okay. big fuck you. All right, so Phillies, Nats, Braves, and Braves. Okay, how All about, right. how about the West? The, I, I got the Rockies in the West. Okay, Rockies. I'll, I'll take the Rockies in the West as well. I'm writing this down. I'm, I'm taking the Padres. Wow. I'm taking the Padres. That's bold. That's bold I, I think that the Dodgers did not do anywhere near enough to improve. I think the Diamondbacks are rebuilding. I think that the – I do not believe the Rockies were for real last year. I was looking at some numbers earlier this week, and – Total war. The Rockies were like middle of the pack. They were the one playoff team that like just doesn't actually match the numbers to make it to a play to the playoffs. And I don't think they're going to do it. And I think that the Padres are going to come up out of nowhere because that division is soft and they've got a ton of young players who are just going to come up and catch fire. It's going to be something to see. Yeah. the And the Dodgers, they literally emptied their roster to make room for uh, Harper and it didn't work out and they screwed themselves. Yep. And it became so AJ Danny, Pollock, Danny, and Pollock's always hurt. Yeah, Danny, who do you got? Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to say, you, you know what? I like it. The Padres. Let's put the Padres in there. I it's like the, the, it's the funnest thing to root yeah, for, even though they have Manny Machado, who's probably one of the least likable players. I ever. love Manny Machado. Yeah, yeah I, I, I only like him if he's on my team. I'm a Red Sox fan, and I, I understand. Just he, I just wish he'd just trip and fall. And, and, I, and I get the like the Machado Pedroia thing was like a thing, and like I totally get it. I, I like Manny Machado. I want him to succeed, and I think the Padres are a good team for him to succeed with. All right, AL East. Lyle, I don't think we have to. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Lyle goes Red Sox. Danny, watch yourself. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I, I got the Yankees. You fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I, I just do. I, 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 got the, I got the Yankees, too. Yeah. Good. I'm glad because you guys are idiots. Court is wrong. in session for Aaron Judge. All right, Sarah, who you got out there? <laughs> uh, I got the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are a better overall team than the Yankees. And frankly, I just don't think the Yankees are that good. Am I? Agreed. 
I understand that they won a hundred plus games last year or whatever, but they did that by beating up the bottom of the American league. And yeah. Gary Sanchez batted one eighty three and cannot catch a baseball. I'm not sure they have a catcher. They don't. They might as well just put a folding chair behind home plate. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh wait, did, uh, everybody. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, all said yeah. Yankees we're, well, no, Michael. Who did you say? Yankees. You said Yankees. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said Yankees as well. Okay. Central. God, that's hard. The, the Central's a- hard. AL Central. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the White Sox. I'm gonna say they're. Yeah, the, I'm gonna, gonna say the they're White young Sox. guys. Uh, do something good. I. I think they win it with like 83 wins, but they win it. <laughs> yeah, I'm also here for the White Sox. I think that Eloy's gonna Eloy now doesn't have to sit in AAA for a while because he signed that massive extension. Yeah, that's insane, by the way. Before he even played a game, Eloy is the natural. I love Eloy Jimenez, and I'm going to be at whatever they call that baseball park down on the south side now when he makes his debut. I'm so excited about it. Um, great. And it's yeah, it's just gonna be. It's going to be a White Sox kind of year. I don't think I think the Indians lost too much, and I just don't think they're going to be back on top. And no team in that division is good. So the White Sox are going to probably win the division with like eighty-five wins. What are the Tigers <laughs> even doing right now? I mean, I have not paid any attention to them. I mean, they they're are in literally trouble. raising tigers. <laughs> or the Twins? Like, what are they up to? <laughs> like, I have no clue. Um, literally giving birth to twins. The Tigers are trying to figure out what they're going to do now that Michael Fulmer is having Tommy John surgery. Yeah, so that's a big loss. Um, yeah, I, I, man, I, I would be fun to see the White Sox. Why not? I'm going to pick the White Sox. Let's go. Winning ugly. Let's go. <laughs> All right, what do you think, Lyle? Your last one. Man, it's really tough. I, I, I agree the Indians lost too much, but nobody else is that good. Yeah. I want the White Sox, but I'm going to say Indians one more time. Yeah, that's a, that was my second choice. All right, and then we have the AL West. I'm already in with the A's, so and then the then the terrible riots and that poor those poor orphans. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, 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 just, I'm going to leave it there. I, I think the Astros win the division again. I mean, it's really hard to pick against the Astros. They are the team, and God, I just. I mean, for the love of baseball, could Mike Trout please just make a run in the playoffs? I mean, he he is truly like the LeBron James of this era. And nobody, I mean, people don't even know who the frick he is. And it's just, I can't believe he just signed that contract. It makes it makes me truly sad. Um, Astros. But uh, I, I, I'm with you, Lyle. I kind of pull for the Angels because of Mike Trout, though. Yeah. Someday. That guy deserves a shot. Uh, I I want the wheels to come off the Astros and I don't think they're going to. So I'm going to pick the Astros, but I think the angels are going to make the wild card. Oh, that's awesome. And we're going to get to see Mike Trout in the playoffs because the angels are going to make the wild card game. They almost did it last year. Until they choked. Do we have to suffer through Albert Pujols for another year? Yeah. Oh God! God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, they're making a big deal. That, is that the they're worst a big deal? Is worst ever signed? Yeah. Just, no. Ryan Howard, Bobby Bonilla. There are some real bad contracts. I out love there. that Bonilla contract. By the way, when when Harper's twelve year contract up, is that what I saw? Bobby Bonilla still has two years left. Still getting paid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah. I, so we have we have three Astros and one A's. Yeah. A's going all the way to the orphanage. 
So right. um, I guess that's it. I mean, we predicted just about everything that uh, could be predicted, uh, except for that we didn't. Like, we never did got to Wilson Contreras hitting the balls, for example. But uh, we'll save that for another Ask Stat show. And um, I guess we'll uh, leave it there. I wanted to say thank you to all of our new Patreon supporters from that came on during the offseason, because I know I didn't really mention uh, you, but Benjamin, Scott, Robert, Mike, Renee, Joe, Ryan, and Chris all came on. And, uh, you guys are heroes. We yeah. love you. No, thanks, because, uh, uh, you know, you guys help uh, – pay for everything we do we got to pay for hosting we got to pay for our website uh we've been having uh, bleacher bum re- band rehearsals i really should be paying bleacher jeff for being in there so sarah oh, sarah oh. charges us a ton for these fucking like yeah that's four hundred dollars just to sarah that's like I over wish. a month no sarah, me too sarah me too i'll take my payment in beer but oh, um yeah. but thanks for all you guys that came on we're, we're doing it a little differently this year uh we're l- releasing the shows later uh, to people that aren't Patreon subscribers, it's a perk of being a Patreon subscriber. You get it. Well, like, for example, this show, you will hear, if you're a Patreon subscriber, within the next hour. Whereas uh, the other people got to wait a few days. The other announcement is, and you guys The other even, people will end up getting it in June. Yeah, June uh, of next year. <laughs> so The uh, prediction show, June. The other 20, announcement is 20. is uh, Cubs Insider just asked if we they could put our podcast on their site, and I was like, "That's fine." So you can find us there now, Cubs Insider. We're we're now officially Whoa, really. Yeah, they're just gonna put us up there. Avi Envy is gonna go up too. Like they're just trying to nice. be a, a, they're gonna have a podcast hub on their nice. website where you can find all, everybody's podcast, and they're looking to add more all the time, and then people can find like if you like our show. You, you know, that's one kind of show. And, <laughs> you know, you might, you may or may you not like, like the Sunranto show. You'll listen to anybody talk for yeah, hours. Then on you'll end. like all the other shows because we're the if worst. If you like our show, don't listen to Ivy Envy because then you'll stop listening to ours. <laughs> to us, they'll be like, well, why am I wasting time with these idiots? So anyway, uh, we're going to try to add new Patreon perks. Patreon's coming out with a lot of cool stuff like live streaming. Uh, that you that can be for patrons only. Uh, so I'm going to look into that, and we're going to try to do maybe even live stream show like this, where uh, you know you can watch us pick our noses while we record, and then uh, duck out of the camera way so we can smoke weed. So, <laughs> oh, is that why Lyle turned his camera away earlier? <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah, I, I totally I, thought he was just put, picking his nose or something. I was, I was blowing my nose. I gotta. <laughs> yeah. So 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 considerate. I don't hide my weed smoking from anyone. Yeah. I do hide my nose blowing from everyone. So I guess uh, there's our prediction show. Uh, thanks, Sarah, for coming thanks, on. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for having me. What right. do you mean that's the end of the oh. prediction show? Oh, God. Oh, it's it. Cubstradamus time. Hi, guys. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi, Cubstradamus. I'm glad you're here, I guess. Um, you already. You, this is the show that you're supposed to be part of, and you've missed the entire thing. Uh, I was here in spirit just as a god of predictors. You know what I mean? I predict that Cubsterdamus uh, knows who's going to win the AAF championship. The AAF? (laughs) Yes. I don't even know what the AAF is. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, I do have a poem, and it is also a prediction for this season. Okay, you ready? Addison Russell is under restriction. 
and Pedro Strope has a hamstring affliction. But they'll rest April games, cause they're cancelled from rain. At least that's Tom Skilling's prediction. So it's not really my prediction, it's Tom, Tom Skilling's prediction. Yeah. Right. But that, I thought I'd well, share it with you really all. Surprise me. Yeah, Your predictions are generally other people's schedules or Tom Skilling's predictions, you know. Yeah, you've never really impressed us with your predicting skills, uh, Cub Stradamus. I don't even know how you got Stradamus even added to your name. Well, it's because my father, uh, Steve Stradamus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Wait, your father's name is Steve? Steve Stradamus. Steve Stradamus, yes. So you're saying uh, your last name is Stradamus and your first name is Stradamus? So, 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 so you're, you're, you're just a, a, a Greek guy from, like, the south side of Boston? Uh, uh, well, when my family moved to the suburbs at, uh, of Boston at some point, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, we, we make the best euros in town. Out in Somerville? I don't know if you've ever been to Somerville. Yeah, I, I yeah. have. It's a great town, yeah. Yeah, we make the best it, gyros. That actually somewhat yeah, explains some of the smells. Right. Oh, yeah. You can never get lamb out of your robe. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Well, Cubs, why don't we just wrap it up there? We've been uh, going on uh, this show for a couple hours now, so uh, you're really adding nothing. Okay. Cubs, Shadamas out. All right. He was in a that's decent a mood. Yeah, that's a wrap. Uh, so, Sarah, thanks for coming on. And, um, yeah, and you guys, thanks for nothing. Um, Spagog. Shibagog. I have no idea what y'all are doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Go Cubs backwards. Spagog. So however, you might be able to say that. Um. <laughs> I mean, Spagog. we all three I, just said it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Spagog. I know, but my my brain is not. I'm not. <laughs> we'll say it for you. Spagog. Spagog. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.